world plus on hand. If you're even thinking about changing the channel to our competition, fans do not. Because we understand that Mick Foley, who wrestled here one time as, as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title. Oh, going to put some butts in the seat. Wow. And it that did indeed crazy. it did indeed put butts in the yeah. seats and it won the Monday Night War. But you guys okay, so that's the clip everyone remembers, right? Anytime on our te- so our this podcast is only because of a text thread, right? A wrestling text thread. That's why we started this podcast. And anytime something happens, for instance, when I found out today that the revival are gonna be wrestling Hawkins and Ryder for the uh, raw tag team titles. I sent a screenshot of that, and then I also sent the meme of Tony Schiavone saying, ha, that'll put butts in the seats. So that's like our go-to clip, right, when something's horrible? It's not. No, it's actually not our go-to clip. What happened is a few months ago, I broke that clip out to good comedic effect, and since that time, you've been using it every 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, you started it up. Okay. No, I brought it in one time, and then I let it rest, and you took control of it and anything that said now you say that'll put butts in the seats and you destroyed that you you officially destroyed it so i hope that was the last time we hear it for the next six months well wait but wait it hang won't on. be trust me <laughs> no probably, probably six more times in this next hour i'm sure I, i'm certain i just I'm sure this whole this whole episode was going to be built around that that'll put butts in the seats it was not it was not i, I just wanted to play the follow-up clip because that's the clip everyone talks about do you guys remember the other clip the no. other thing Tony Schiavone said? I do not know. Uh, here, here, here's the other comment he made. Good job. Fans, I want to reiterate something that I talked about before the commercial break. If you're thinking about changing channels to our competition, we want to let you know that unlike us, they've got their show in the can. Their show's been taped. Later tonight, Mick Foley, who once wrestled here as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title. I mean, that's going to be their world champion. Wow. What a piece of shit. In hindsight, I mean, it proved to be a bad move, but like... uh, in the moment, I absolutely get why Bischoff directed oh, yeah. to say that. Well, I they mean, did that every I, week. Do you guys remember well, that? They're like, oh, the, the, uh, the big guy is going to wrestle Bret Hart, and uh, the yeah. King of Hearts is going to wrestle but, but, uh, but Mark Merrow. That's a good point, Ryan. Cause that's a good point, because that Foley situation, I mean, I remember, like, doing a double take when he won, like, you know, yeah. thinking about, like, if he... And in the end, it was, you know, it was a great move, but it almost, I, he didn't seem like title material. I mean, it... yeah. Look, hey, real quick, before we get into, because I know, Abe, you want to talk about WrestleMania, and I do, and I'm sure Sam does, yeah. before that's what's going on. Uh, you know, I was watching some old, I watched uh, WrestleMania 17 this past week, and then I watched some of the Raws leading up to it, and I had a thought, and it's, it's pretty simple to explain, like, why Raw today feels so much different than Raw of back then, when it was exciting. Raw in, like, let's say 97 or 98 felt like a planned show going off the rails, Raw today feels like a planned show going exactly as planned. Yeah, you're right. Oh, totally. That's very true, yeah. And you know what's funny, Ryan? I actually watched the Raw after WrestleMania 17, the segment where Hogan came out. Did you watch that uh-huh. one, too? Mm-hmm. Where, so when Hogan came out and that crowd was so electric, oh my God. the way they were going nuts for him. Yeah. And then The yeah. Rock came out 
And I, you really realize how awful Kevin Nash has always been on the mic. He comes out, he's like, you're an idiot, Hulk! You're nothing but <laughs> you know, an idiot, Hulk! You know what? To, to your point, though, Ryan, about Raw, I mean, it, that is so true. And, and you can see it in a lot of the, the bad acting that happens when you can tell they're, like, trying to hit a cue and they don't get the timing right. So, like, they say something to a point, then, the, like, the other person waits a second. And it's just really yeah. an awkward exchange. It's, very, it's, like, not natural at all. It just exactly. sounds so scripted. Like they're just trying to yeah. get to like, you know that 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 point where the other person's supposed to pick up the conversation. Yeah, they're trying or to hit the their marks. Up. Everyone's trying to yeah, hit their hit the marks. Today. Yeah, and, and yep. it's just really it's really hard to watch. Yeah. Did you catch and, and, too, Ryan? And then, and then oh, go, go ahead. Abe. No, I was just saying, did no, you catch how messed up Scott Hall was? Obviously on drugs. Oh yeah, it's funny to look back on that now, knowing what we know, and to see. Uh, to kind of piece that together. I yeah. mean, it's so obvious. Like, Scott yeah. Hall was yeah. so... And you, you could tell that he was probably... They probably instructed Nash not to hand him the microphone. Yes, I'm sure of that. And you, yeah. you another thing you, you notice about that... The whole, the whole... And by the way, let me... What I teased on the last podcast was, I'm responsible for that match. The whole oh, yeah, Kogan yeah, yeah. Rock I wanna, match. I, yes, but hold on real quick. Before you get... No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not getting to that yet, but I just want to say one other thing. Okay, that yeah. You see the difference between The Rock and anyone now. I mean, it's just crazy. There's just oh such a difference. There's no one even close. Well, and, and Austin and, and, and even Vince or Kurt Angle. I mean, they were all just in another league back then. Yeah. No one's close today. No, nobody. The other two things that, that really do uh, set yesteryear apart from today, and these are small things, and I don't even know how we bring them back, but are the signs and the camera flashes. It made everything feel like a big deal. The camera everything. flashes are never coming back, but but the signs. No, 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 they'll never come back. But the signs, dude. Every third person had a sign. We used to bring signs to Raw. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah. I used to bring multiple. Exciting signs. about doing it, like it. I don't know if they like highlighted the signs more or like I don't know what it was, but I mean, I just remember like the first thing I thought when I got tickets was we have to make a sign now, and that was yeah. the last thing I would think about. <laughs> yeah. Remember the sign that just said Abe with the arrow pointing down? It was on Raw like yeah. 40 times. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they actually didn't they take that away? Not that one, but I, I did at Nitro, I did bring a sign that said Lex Luger looks like a horse, and I drew a picture of a horse, and they took that one away. I remember you and me going to Raw, though, Abe, and this was actually in our 20s, and I remember we had a bunch of signs for like, the front row, and they came and they took them all away. I Oh, that's right. I well, what they, well, remember yeah. we did, weren't, didn't we bring a marker and we were like making our own signs on the like we would bring fake that's signs funny. that said like it would say like <laughs> um it would say like uh you know like number one tag team Kai and Ty or something but then on the back yeah. we'd write like Lex Luger sucks dick or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I I, I made yeah. a sign that that made it through security once. I took a sign that said Booker T was arrested for robbing a Wendy. Vince <laughs> <laughs> probably love that. <laughs> yeah. I get, I, I, tell, tell him to put it down. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was watching one of those documentaries when um, there was a, a transgender woman with Mark Henry, and she was like, he, he like he like grabbed her balls or penis or whatever, and the the, the, the reporter had a look of disgust on his face, and Vince is like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, but that's hilarious to me. God, <laughs> they're like, you God. find, they're like, how do you find this? Your fight? He's like, I, I, I. and then then he got, how about, how about that? Um, so that John Oliver clip came out this week. Yeah, yeah. Where he was playing stuff from like 
all clips from probably like 20 years, which I didn't think was fair how everything he talked about on that thing for the most part, except the yeah, CM Punk why, stuff. Why were you so focused on the age of the clips? I mean, those he played those clips because those are iconic clips. I know, but he's talking about clips. things that don't matter. That'd be like saying, um, oh, all, all these baseball players today drink during the games, and they show a clip of Babe Ruth drinking during the game. Like, it doesn't... Like, no, no, no. But I, I think you're missing the point, though. A lot of the clips he was playing were for comedic effect, and... Some of the clips, like the Vince McMahon interviews, were the, like the only times where he actually talked about these issues. But the fat, the the meat of the piece was about the early death ratios of wrestlers, and he showed you that graph. That was the only thing that had to be current. And and graph. hold on, Abe, before you shit all over what we're about to say, I will also say that I think because on TMZ they had Big Show and they had like. Uh, the Miz did an interview, and like Randy Orton has spoken out about it, saying, "You know, WWF or WWE is giving me everything I need in life." I think that people are missing the other. People are focusing too much on the uh, protection of their health issue and not focus. I wish John Oliver had almost done two pieces. The main point, I think, the best point is the fact that these guys are considered independent contractors. Yeah, that's awful. Like, it's, it's the way John Oliver laid that out, and, and it, I hate that it was in the beginning of the clip, and then he moved on to the injury stuff. Like, that's a big deal. These guys are, are, are contractually obligated to appear, what, 250, 300 nights a year for, these, for, for Vince, and, like, they don't, get, they don't get any of the same benefits that anyone, like me, you, Sam, that no, none of us get. That's crazy. But the only thing they're not getting, I mean, for the most it, part, it, is it, health it, insurance, it, right? And and, right. and they're consi- if you're considered independent contractor, you get a 1099, right? You get one of those slips. But you don't pay taxes on well, your checks. So every t- every tax year, you have to save that money to save 20% of your income to pay your I, taxes. I mean, it's garbage. I, I mean, the way that it's treated is crap. is liability. I think it probably alleviates WWE of so much liability, saying, well, they're not our employees. They're independent contractors, so they could, in a sense, come and go as they if please. They, which if isn't if really they're independent true. contractors... Then Lesnar should be able to work pro PWG this weekend, or, or like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. honestly, Daniel Bryan should be able to work Ring of Honor whenever he wants. Well, that's how the UFC is too. Like uh, Conor McGregor is is well, yeah, the I same mean, thing. It's structured oddly, if you're if you're if you're a truly an independent contractor, you're actually getting paid by jobs. So if they were really independent contractors, they should be signing contracts for every single appearance they make. So if Seth Rollins right. is on Raw on Monday. And then he's going to be in Poughkeepsie doing a house show Thursday. That's two separate engagements. You yeah. shouldn't have a long term contract if you're truly an independent contractor. So I think WWE is like trying to have their what's the thing have their cake and eat have their it cake too. and eat it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the um, problem with that is they've done that the whole time, so it's just yeah. kind of become accepted. But really, like you said, they should just make it like it's an actual job. But then by doing yeah. that, you can't do all the shady things they normally do anyway. Right. Like they make the, the performers pay for all their own travel. Right. They have to well, buy exactly. gas and, and that, cars. And that's, and that's case in point because it's like if they were employees of WWE direct employees, that would never fly. Well, no, they, they'd have to send in all their, all, their, um, all their receipts and stuff. No, yeah. but I, I, my understanding is they just pay for it out of pocket. That's not an expense WWE. Right, but no, what Abe's saying is if they were made employees, they'd have to like be reimbursed oh, right. by, exactly. by importing exactly. their expenses into concur. It's like when yeah. I when I when I yeah, like when I worked at Q one oh one I had to go to the Papa Roach concert to get audio. Yeah. They'd say, Hey, 
you could expense your parking for yeah. $10 at the House of Blues. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd bring back the $10, and then, then the scumbags would be like, well, I also spent $5. On, and then they'd, try, they, they'd bring like $15 back to Cliff, the accountant, and he's like, hey, guys, I can only give you back the 10 so can you imagine? it'll take eight weeks to get into your account. Could you, exactly. Yeah. And, that, 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 and that's what it was, too. It's like, you'd have to go do all this stupid stuff, and then, it, yeah, like, three months, like, oh, uh, you, yeah. you, you'll get that next quarter. Not to get us too far off track, but I've always wondered how, like, when you buy something, that shit is deducted from your account instantly, within three seconds. When you return something and you get that money coming back, it takes, like, oh, it'll be, oh, like, yeah. seven. 17 business yeah. days. It's like, yeah. wait, yeah, how, wait, so you, wait, how come you could take it out so fast but you can't put it back yeah. just as fast? Exactly. We, we know the connection the, exists. But wait, you, guys. You'll get it back on the 19th Monday of the year. Wait, I brought that up for a reason, though. Could you imagine some of the asshole wrestlers with their expense reports? Oh, God. Like a guy, like, back in the day, like, Greg the Hammer Valentine, just, like, sending in, like, well, I spent 22 at Denny's, 19 on gas, uh... <laughs> Uh, 116 at the ho- like. Could you imagine these itemized? I mean, maybe it is better they're not employees. Yeah, because you'd get some ridiculous expense report. I mean, who's the biggest? Who are the biggest? Valentine is your excuse. I'm just, your thinking, I'm just thinking of an asshole. Yeah, I, I. You know what's funny? I got an email actually from this guy Pete. He said, um, "Hey Abe, uh, whatever. It's a compliment, but I don't want to read that about our podcast. I'll read it anyway. One of my favorite podcasts." Is Vin, WWE Vince Steeler Ideas? It's not called Vin, WWE, just called Vince Steeler Ideas. Anyways, I'm watching WrestleMania 2, and Piper just told Mr. T he doesn't shave his hair like an Indian and doesn't paint his skin black. Did he say that? Geez, I don't remember that. He's, <laughs> he said, you guys, were, you guys were spot on with the racism that nobody noticed back then. So. Yeah. Oh, wait. The, so, wait. You said. Well, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Basically, Sam, Pete was saying that we were spot on with our, our commentary. Because he said, I'm, I'm watching WrestleMania 2. And uh, Piper just told Mr. T. Was. He said, he doesn't shave his hair like an Indian and doesn't paint his skin black. Like, uh. for, some, for some reason, <laughs> painting, for some reason back then being black was really bad in WWE. Because that was yeah. the first insult. Your dirty black skin. Like, what is that? Like, how was yeah. that ever accepted? It was so bad. And you know that's coming from, well, maybe not. Maybe that's probably not coming from Vince, actually. No, 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 no. Abe, don't give Vince the benefit. That, <laughs> that is absolutely coming yeah. from Vince. This is, totally. and look, we were talking about this earlier on our text thread. Vince McMahon is the same guy who, when he was a commentator, would add these little accents, you know, to, to, to fill in the story with some of these guys. And he would say the most racist stuff. You know, Bad News Brown. Oh, this is a guy who lives in an alley and plays the rat. rat. The Rat King is here. <laughs> oh, he lives right. in an alley, Vince. He had a <laughs> tag team called Crime Time. He would say, you know, uh, as I understand it, this man used to live in a subway car uh, for three years <laughs> before joining us at the World Wrestling Federation. Like, <laughs> he's just like, it's weird, man. Like, Vince used to have this impenetrable, like, shield around him where he could just say racist shit and they'd be like, I guess it's part of the guy's story. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Bad News Brown cut a promo holding a rat or talking about rat? Like, I, I, I'm pretty no, sure. I think that was Foley. Foley no, 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 not that. He Bad News Brown would always uh, talk about sewer rats. Yeah, like I don't that, know if he ever had a rat. But, I, I swear I, I, I thought there was it. a rat with him. I wouldn't doubt that. Like something about like he sleeps with rats or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean 
I mean, the point is you you have to put it all on Vince because, you know, they take so much pride in saying Vince makes all the final decisions. So it's like if Vince had a problem with some of the racist shit they were doing, he would have stopped it. This so is clearly, the same guy who told Cena, uh, keep yeah. it up, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah, well, they, actually, yeah, yeah. They, they show that on the Oliver clip, they actually, they actually played that thing. Yeah. And it's and like that. Okay, saying it. This is, I'm quoting Vince McMahon. This is the same yeah. idiot who has the, uh, like, the, the thought that that's an okay thing to say on national television. Well, I mean, and to make it worse, the next, the next they, they cut to a shot of Booker T, like, looking at him like, you know, what's And like, really, what shame on Booker so, T for even agreeing to participate. Well, right. But, I mean, Vince knew that it was distasteful even at the time. Of course. He, he, he brought Booker in to, like, of play the role of, like, hey, you guys, know, the angry black guy. Guys, but, um, just in case you thought that that perhaps I was wrong about that, I think I just found the clip I was thinking of. Hang on. This is Bad News Brown in a return bout. Nah, you're too small. Back to the source with you. Let me. So he had a huge possum, and he just threw it in the garbage can, okay? Oh, my Hang on. Tell you one thing, Jake the Snake Roberts. The last time I met you at Madison Square Garden, I made you a promise. And when bad news makes a promise, he always keeps it. Well, now, June 30th at Nassau Coliseum, that promise you're going to see in live and living color. I got here 200 pounds of big, nasty mutant rats that I'm going to bring <laughs> into my yeah. corner. And I'm going to have it there because I know that you're going to bring. So let me explain what's going on here. There's a big black box that's shaking. Now, he the first thing he had was a pot. <laughs> it was a, a living. He had a living possum by the neck. And he, it was alive, and he slammed it into some kind of garbage can on the side. Bring that nasty snake with you in your corner. And I guarantee you one thing. When I go upside your marshmallow head with the ghetto blaster, I'm going to take these. The ghetto blaster. Greedy, nasty suckers, and I'm going to let them loose, and they're going to So now he just ripped off the side, and it's a cage, and he's shaking it, and there's a, sh- a shitload yeah. of rats. Eat that Damien, and then who knows what's going to happen after they get done with now, wait, hang on. He's talking about rats eating a snake. Wouldn't it be the other way around? Like, you don't... You yeah, don't usually s- snakes eat rats. I've you never seen a rat eat yeah. a yeah, but, but he said these are mutant rats. <laughs> they're oh, mutant. they are mutant rats. That's right, they're mutant rats. Damien. One has to wonder if any size rat will be any match for Damien. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sean Mooney. Wait, hang on. Let, with the finish. let me take a look at this this possum again. Hang on. Friday night, June 30th. Jack the Snake Roberts. He faces Bad News Brown in a return bout. Nah, you too small. Back to the source with you. Oh, my God. No, wait, then. Let me tell I, you I, what. I, I, heard, I heard that. I heard the impact of that. that oh, my God. Okay, everyone watch this clip. It's called Bad News Brown Promo on Jake Roberts, 616-1990. If you just search Bad News Brown Rat Promo, it'll come up. This he has a live possum. He slams it into a can, and you see the thing jumping back up after. This was too small. Oh my God. Nah, you too small. Back to the source with you. Oh my God! Good God! The can he throws it in. So I guess that brings us to a weird crossroad. We go, what was better back then or today? What was better? Oh, it was better back then, probably, right? <laughs> well, I mean, what you just played is awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so that, I feel like that, like, um, that, like, late, because Ben Brown was, like, late 80s, I feel like, maybe into the very early 90s. Yeah, you're right. That you're was right. the time when Vince was getting, like, super into, like, these, like, very, like, animated characters that, 
Um, you know, like the Duke the Dumpster Drosies. Everyone had like an occupation, um, yeah. or like some like heavy stereotype. I feel like the storylines suffered during that period. Because if, oh, yeah. if you go back yeah. to like the early eighties, sure. the guys were more of like um, it was a little bit more reality based, where they were like regular people, regular fighters. They just had the regular name. Sam, you're right, and it was always um, it was. Back in the 80s and stuff, it was always, like, wrestlers who deserved to be there. But, like, somewhere right. Vince lost his way, and it was – it, it all, every story was uh, this person found their way to WWF. It was, like, <laughs> everyone, like, oh, he's a dentist who is now a wrestler. Like, yeah. how the fuck? Like, explain right. to me how a hog farmer <laughs> and his cousin are right. now a tag team. Like, how how does that transition happen? This is so obsessed with, like – Oh, before they they made their way to the World Wrestling Federation, it was they did this. Or everyone had a had a had a had a path. Look at the size like, on him. It was like double embarrassing too, because the name always was tied to the occupation. So like IRS, Erwin oh, yeah. R. Scheister, Henry O. Godwin, Hog. Yeah, like, even the names like Big Boss Man, Million Dollar yeah. Man. Like if you really in twenty nineteen really think about like how right. uncreative those names were. Yeah, they're so bad. You know, back yeah. to the back, back to those uh, Million Dollar Men. We were talking about the racism with Virgil. I found that clip earlier that I was showing you guys when when we forgot Sapphire also became his second slave. Sweet Sapphire, yeah, and then Dusty Virgil Rhodes became the head slave. Yeah, so Million Dollar Man had two black people who were slaves, and that was just accepted. No one had a problem. No one even thought, no one even, maybe because we were little kids and we didn't notice. Do you think people were just, like, always commenting on stuff like that? No, I don't. I think everyone else <laughs> thought it was great. Because I don't remember, I don't, I don't ever remember hearing, I don't remember ever hearing anyone saying anything bad. Like we talked about uh, a few weeks ago, Rowdy Piper coming out in blackface painting his yeah, body half yeah. black, and we're like, like, yeah, that's cool, man! There was, like, no shock at all to the fact that, like, Million Dollar Man had hired service play. Ha 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 Sapphire works for me owned. now! He owned, because they had, they, they ran that, that angle with Virgil where, like, he wouldn't let Virgil out of, um, like, out of his control, remember that? No, he's like, like Virgil, Virgil like, he's like Virgil, your mother. Yeah. He'd always say, Virgil, your mother, and then Virgil would get back oh on his knees. God. Yeah. <laughs> he takes care of his mother. Yeah. Um, I, I <laughs> was a kid, like, you know, we're nine or ten. I, we already knew wrestling was, you know, scripted to a, to a certain degree. I'm sure we all, none of us thought it was real, like, shortly after we started watching it. But I always kind of thought that, like, Virgil was Million Dollar Man's driver. And, like, he's like, yeah, he just, like, I'm like, he probably just brought him in because he was like a loyal driver and servant. Well, you know, you know, you know, Sapphire was over million dollar man was like getting a ride from Virgil in a limo. You know, that's really what Sapphire's job was, right? She was a driver. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Vince thought she had a great personality who, by the way, if you look back, she had no personality. She had no personality at all. (laughs) No. So he's like, put her in polka dots and have her dance with the slob. God, she's a driver. Imagine like. I always think, this is going to be a really strange thought I'm about to share, but, like, I always think of, like, when large people sit in one place for a long time. Like, I always think of Jr. on his couch watching Raw and how many parts he pounds into the couch every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> like, Sapphire, you know, is letting them rip in whatever car she's driving. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Always farting and always yeah. eating unhealthy. Like, her diabetes has to be just awful. Yeah. I'm funny. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, funny and <laughs> yeah. Back then, pro honestly, that yeah. was before like flaming hot Cheetos and stuff. But I guarantee oh, yeah. she ate tons of funyuns. Hey, sweetie, want some funyuns? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> you want a Dr Pepper to wash it down? No, I'm good. It's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you and always always some kind of jerky like oh yeah jerky funyun dr pepper oh mountain dew it was the whole oh. thing yeah. <laughs> no she's one of those people who never drinks water no, it's that, always that pop is, that probably is, that pro- you know what though that is probably one gimmick where now when dusty rose debuted in wwe we were probably like what eight nine ten years old at the most um, I'm sure, like, long-term wrestling fans who were in the know, who were our age yes. at that time, were like, what the hell are they doing with Dusty? Well, that's what they always Shows say. Up, well, it, well, and dude, even, even, even crazy, Sam, yes, dude, and even weirder, and I just realized this, the convergence of both of those things, where Sapphire was with Dusty, whose real name is Virgil, and named Virgil as an insult to Dusty. <laughs> is that God? I didn't think about no, that, 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 that's, that's a theory. That's a theory. That's not confirmed. Well, that's also theory, but, li- but wait, hold on. Listen, when, 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 when Virgil went to WCW and joined the NWO, they named him Vincent after Vincent McMahon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's always that's an insult. crazy. Vincent. No, that, and, and, you know, the rumor rumor has it that Vince never liked Dusty, never liked him. He always wanted Ever. to give an over on him. Yeah, and that's why Cody started AEW to avenge that right. shit. Right. Put him in polka dots, damn it! Yeah. God. Meanwhile, Dustin is seventy-five years old, still painting up his gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever watch Superstars on the network? Not once. Good God! I don't think I. I don't think I even knew it was still on until you mentioned it this week. I, well, they I just they I... just they just added it like maybe six months ago or something. Okay. And so who like what is that? Is that just is that where Davari wrestles? Is that all that is? No, 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 no. Old episodes of Superstars. Oh no, no I, just, I don't. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, I don't. They, I, I would actually be interested in that though. I, I didn't know that they were showing those. They have the season up when when like Razor Ramon and Ric Flair were teaming up. Whatever yeah, year that yeah. was, and I was watching an episode, and the match they had Max. Do you guys remember Max Moon? Yep. Good yep, that was God. Man, by the way, who was that? Conan. What? Yeah. Is that right? Wow, I didn't know that. Look it up. I'm Holy worried, I'm, I'm shit. I'm worried a lot today. Wow. You know, it's funny because I was trying to figure out who this guy could be. He was so awful. The outfit. If you haven't seen Max Moon, look up the outfit and, and watch. If you go on if you go on the network, there's little like thumbnails of the episodes. You could kind of see one of them has Max Moon. And, and also on that episode, Damien Demento had his debut. So if you see Damien Demento wrestled in like the main event of the first Raw ever against the Undertaker, he was awful. That's right. Good God! So wait, is it is it the full episode with like all the vignettes and? Oh yeah, it's it's the full. Okay. Wow, you, man, I might watch some of those tonight. Yeah, like I watch those sometimes. When I'm trying to fall asleep, and it puts me out in like six minutes. Same, dude. <laughs> old wrestling stuff puts me to bed. It's so bad. Yeah. Like you before before the Attitude Era. The matches were so bad. Yeah. I mean, awful. And Vince is like, ah, ha, ha. Vince's commentary is just awful. Do you remember how excited you'd be as a kid if you, like, because they'd always preview, like, the next week of Superstars. If there was a match that involved two known entities, you'd be, like, thinking about it all week. If it was, like, Rick Martell versus Demolition Axe. Like, oh, oh, my, my God, God. Yes. I'd be weighing out who could win and why and how. And it was, and it was always a double count-out. Yeah, like, it was always a schmoz, as Bret Hart yeah. would say. Yeah. 
I just sent we you both a photo. Of, we have to protect. I, I sent you cost. both a photo of Conan in the Max Moon outfit. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, is that the same Max right. Moon? There may have been two Max Moons, but Conan was Max Moon for the first round. God. <laughs> Look at Vince. Oh my God! Good God! I guess that was him. Yeah, that that is him. That because, is him. Yeah, yeah. Because the yeah okay Ugh. yeah because the Max Moon yeah okay oh my God and and one more note on Max Moon that was like WWF version of Glacier I guess that costume cost like ninety thousand dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> they only used it like four times or something. God! I just sent you guys the picture of him that I saw. Yeah. The, he was he was maybe the they must have cut him what after a few weeks. Yeah, he didn't last long at all. I don't even know what his gimmick was. That he was here from the future or something. Well, he came out and he <laughs> shot he shot his arm his arm and something something blasted out of his arm and they're like yeah, Max yeah. Moon and he came in the ring and did a somersault. Right. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and I think his finishing move was like just like a body press off the second rope or something. I mean, it clearly should have been a moon salt, but yeah, exactly, if I couldn't do it. He came from the future to do jobs in WWE. Yeah, <laughs> what a disappointing future. Do you guys remember? Uh, do you guys remember who the head shrinkers? Because on that episode too, the head shrinkers okay, came wait, up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, wait, before you go any further, I swear to God, <laughs> earlier during our text conversation, we were talking about racism. I was thinking these little subtle things that were racist as hell, but we never picked up on the head shrinkers because they're from. Well, the that's island. what I was about to get to. Is how yeah. racist. <laughs> Just barking, no shoes. Dude, with the name Head Shrinkers, just because people from some, like, you know, Bora Bora have have shrunken heads hanging in their hut. Like, these guys are called Head Shrinkers. And they were savages, no too. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> like, like, the manager, who I'll, I'll tell you who the manager was in a second, he was chewing on a styrofoam cup during the promo. <laughs> Do you guys remember who the manager was? The guy with the mask, right? What no, was no, no. He, this Not guy was. No, no, no. That, that's the guy who was okay, with Kamala. He, he was with Kamala, right? Him and Whip. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, Kamala was on that episode too because it was right before the the, the casket match with the Undertaker. And yeah. Paul Bear, oh, my Undertaker's working very hard. And they show the Undertaker like he take he takes two. You got to watch this episode of Superstars. It, I, I I think either Damian Demento or Max Moon is in the little thumbnail, so you'll yeah, be able to find. Let, let us know what episode it is, because I really want to see this Max Moon debut now. Okay, so The Undertaker pulls out two screws, and he's hammering the same screws into this coffin. He's, My Undertaker's hard at work in his workshop. And then yeah. come on. Then come, head shrinkers manager, like, Pika or Afa? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Afa, who, by yeah. the way, is Roman Reigns' father. Okay, yeah. Good God. They got a guy eating a styrofoam cup, just looking. His, his hair was all disgusting. He was in that skirt. Yeah. Like... Just how do you go from that to Roman Reigns? Like what? What happened? You Racism. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even even if you cleaned up Afa back then and put him in like a suit, he wouldn't look like Roman Reigns. That's a good point. Yeah. I, this is honestly a good discussion to have this week leading into WrestleMania because I feel like this Kofi Kingston um, angle with Daniel Bryan is them trying to finally right the wrongs of the past because. They're making they make they're making so many like general references to the way things used to be in WWE, and they're talking about all this stuff, like the yeah. way that minorities were typecast, and sure. like you know I'm, I'm actually surprised they're really rolling with it because they are calling out the company a lot, and 
I mean, in the end, Kofi's probably not going to win. And Oh, I think he's going to win. In my head, I assume he's going to win, but they're probably going to pull some kind of angle where, like, Vince comes out in, like, a clan robe or something. <laughs> Kofi has that shock look on his face, and Brian rolls him up into a sunset flip and gets the win and runs out of the ring. Well, you don't, you don't think but, the New Day is going to turn on him, and then that's how he's going to lose? They go to work for Vince. They yeah. come out the next next Monday in suit. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, I do think Kofi's going to pull it off. I don't know. Uh, I feel like he has to. Here, here, here's, here's, the, here's the question. I feel like unless they have a hell of a come down between Kofi and the women, I don't feel like Kofi and Becky can both win. They could, but it would have to be like... I I think it's more likely that Kofi wins than Becky. Yeah. And and you know what? Wow. I'm I'm honestly starting to think Becky shouldn't win because her mic work is just horrendous. That's horrendous? Hello, lads. You thought I was... Kofi's great. Lads, you thought I was the Ronnie, lads. Hey, hey, she's, she has a big Irish bro. What do you want her to say? I don't know. She she's re- look, she's so regressing hold on, hold on. on the mic, in my opinion. Eight, no, wait, wait, I wait, disagree. This is, this is one thing that I feel like, a, like especially in WrestleMania season, you tighten the screws and get really tough on people. Let me also open up. Like, don't forget that Becky's their top merch seller right now. Like, sometimes mic work doesn't matter if they're moving product. No, they're I agree. Money. No, I, I I do want to see Becky win, but I'm just saying that her mic work is just it's just she's not as good. Rock, as she's, she's, she's pretty good. Even two weeks ago, we were having a, a text conversation where you, know, you, you were saying stuff about Mustafa Ali, right? And it's like, sometimes, just like the great Kali or Jinder, it's like they make moves for an international market. They're, they make moves based on who's selling merch and who can open them up into broader markets. Totally. I mean, totally. it doesn't always mean who's given the best promo. No, I know. Again, Becky's fine on the mic. I'm just saying that sometimes... <laughs> She should probably work. Like, she's always licking her lips. You ever notice that? I yeah, I mean, she's that. not polished, but she's still like. Oh, lads. People are still, people are still paying to see her. Okay, so here, here's, one of her, here's one of her promos. I, you know, I, I will say Abe is a little bit reactionary because her promo on Monday was not her best promo. But no. she's cut some really good promos. Did you see the one on Tuesday? Did you see the one on Tuesday? The one on Tuesday was not her best. That's the one I'm talking about. Take the promo out. That whole fucking thing with them in the fucking car, the cop car. Dude, that was one of my favorite segments. And I was literally laughing out loud. Yeah, that was like, funny. I like that. Yeah, that, that was great. insane. It was awesome. That was great. But that on was, Tuesday. That was really good. Although I feel like that was, a, I, I agree, Ryan. That was a great segment. But I feel like, and I never thought I would say this, but I feel like the Kofi uh, Brian angle has outpaced that angle. Like, when I heard that Kofi was going to get the spot for the title match, like, two months ago, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was an awful idea. But they really have done a hell of a job, like, selling that. And Kofi's done a hell of a job. You guys, honestly, you have to give Kofi a ton of credit. Daniel's great. He's always been great. Kofi's played it, even when he's in the background. And and Xavier or Biggie are talking the way Kofi's face looks. Like, his little mannerisms have been... But he's really done enough. Yeah, did you guys? Did you guys watch SmackDown this week? And, and he, he cut an amazing promo on Tuesday too. Did you watch? So. I so did you, not. I did not watch all of SmackDown. I watched some of SmackDown. But I why? Why does Kofi watch, watch the watch the last segment? It was really good. Did you notice, Sam, that Kofi talks like Jimi Hendrix now? <laughs> I, no, I didn't. Hey man, I didn't uh, listen up, man. He says like that, man. He always he always says man a lot. No, he's but not, but he lot. sounds like hey man, hey dude, like man, like. It's, I don't know why his voice is now turned to a Jimi Hendrix type voice. Uh, that's interesting. 
She'll, if, <laughs> I'm sure it was like watching a Jimmy Hendrix interview concurrently with. I wasn't. Or whatever. <laughs> Relax, I man. Like five things at one time. <laughs> but, like Jerry Bryant. But the the <laughs> Jerry Bryant at JBTV with his five uh, five screens. Yeah. Same, um, but Becky came out and and she she always first of all she's so good on Twitter she can never deliver on the mic. That's my issue with her. And she comes out and she I tries get to that, dude. I get that. And she tries to say clever things and no one responds. So she'll say like, Oh, uh, Oh boy, this, she was wearing her, um, her, her, her mugshot t-shirt. This short age. Well, lads, no I one mean, said yeah, it. Yeah. That, that was, that was a dumb comment, but I mean, I think she, she's gotten a hell of a lot better on the bike. Uh, I mean, look at poor Becky Lynch was a year ago. Or even six months ago versus today. Like I think she's made dramatic improvements. And do you guys ag- do you guys agree, all joking aside, that I should be in charge of wardrobe for WWE? No, I, I don't. Do agree. Not. No. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. I thought you were going to agree with me on that. No. That's very disappointing. But the women, the, the women's evolution will never be complete until age stops talking about their outfits. Like I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about I'm talking about the men too. I like yeah, really no, I, I don't women. think that. The first thing I would do is put Cassius Ono in some pants. Good God, those sloppy legs and tits and everything. I mean, look here. here at best, Abe, you can be like a, a, like a, an associate or, or like a contributor. I mean, at no <laughs> point in our lives, and I've known you for twenty years, I don't think you've ever shown like a real penchant for for dress, like for real fashion <laughs> design. <laughs> if I described you in ten words, it wouldn't be like you know fashion forward or anything. <laughs> I'm not no like offense. Jared Leto or something. <laughs> You, do, you don't think, of, wait, Ryan, Ryan, you don't think of me as like Davey Havoc from AFI? I do not. No. Like real fish. <laughs> I'm going to give you a weird compliment. You're good at pointing out what doesn't look good, but oh, you thank don't you. have a so. No, hold on, but that's not, I'm not done. But you, and like they always say in like business means, if you're going to say, if you're going to point out a problem, have a solution. Like, yeah. I've never heard you say like, <laughs> They need to be in a baby blue with like a, a, a more pointed. Toe. That's not true at all. Like, I always say it. No. I said Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I said she has. Okay, hang on. She has. She has the. I've never seen a set of huge boobs that I'm so disappointed in than hers. She has humongous <laughs> fake boobs, and they're so gross. They look like they look like as Steve Carell said in Forty Year Old Virgin. They look like bags, bags of, of sand. sand. Like yeah. they're they look like plastic boobs, and 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 okay. they're they're. Awful. So I said, Charlotte needs to wear a form-fitting shirt that covers up her cleavage. You don't need to always have your tits out, Charlotte. I'm sorry. I know you got them because you had... Okay, you had... Then I, then look, I, then, and then I apologize for saying that you don't have a solution. My point is, I've never <laughs> seen it in action where you've like... So I'd like to bring out 10 ladies that I've dressed for their <laughs> and like, like it, it just, there's no action to back the, the, uh, the I say opinion. it all the time. Sam, what's that? You, you always call those women, you say they have dinner lady arms, right? Isn't that your <laughs> Well, I don't know. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't say that about current women. I say, I... I, that's a comment I no, but it's I funny. I, Sam, I'm giving song. you I'm giving you credit for a funny term. Okay, fine. Then I'll. I'm not saying everyone has been related. I'm I know, not, Sam. Okay, f- Sam. I only women. Sam. I only said that to give you credit. I thought you would say that was your term. Not women, term, no. women with dinner lady arms should wear sleeves. They shouldn't wear a sleeveless shirt, right? 
So but like, there aren't many wrestlers with dinner lady arms. Dinner there lady some? arms are like what you see, like a, from like a lunch lady at, <laughs> at the grade school who's been there for forty years and is like a year away from retirement. That's dinner, dinner lady arms. Dinner lady arms. <laughs> Charlotte Flair doesn't have dinner lady arms. Not her, but I'm saying whatever. But but you guys don't agree with maybe, that. Maybe maybe Tamina has them. I don't know. No, Abe, I don't. I don't. I'm, I mean, look, maybe in another lifetime or, or or thirty years down the road, if you go to like school for it or something, maybe then yeah. But could you imagine me like the? Could you imagine Charlotte Flair, who's like she's in amazing, crazy shape? Do you ever see her like she's doing like one arm push ups? pull-ups like uh, with like yeah, yeah, chains yeah. hanging off her and stuff can you imagine me walking in and critiquing her and then them here's having to listen here, here's what your job should be okay it shouldn't be to dress them from the from 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 start it should be someone else like you have a staff right You're, you trust these people you go all right dress charlotte here's what i'm thinking and then when they bring her to you you go no i'm not feeling that and then they go dress her in something else like I don't see you being the one to pick it out. Okay, that's a great job. That's even stuff. better. Okay, fine, but that's not a job. You just that's made me wait, Ryan. Good. You just turned me into like a, a, a head of a department. But but hey, that's where you <laughs> look, 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 more head. You're, you're good. Yes, dude, you're good at knowing if something looks shitty. But I don't trust you to say here's exactly what they need to wear. Well, no, like you said, Ryan, I'll have some some young fashion designers on my team. Yes. And you, I'll, be like, hey. I'll be like, hey, I'll be like, hey, that wasn't the job you proposed. You proposed you being in charge of everything, like telling everyone what to wear at all. <laughs> but like, for instance, you should... how much how much the, the talent would hate Abe if he just comes in and just critiques everything. Oh, my God. No solution at all. He just you know comes like, calls everything out. All about respect. You have to go in and shake everyone's hand and be like real <laughs> meek for the first eight months you're there. Everyone would hate <laughs> Abe within days, within hours. Well, you guys both know that I want to get rid of half the roster anyway. Like, if if I had any power in WWE, I w- I'd be like the way people talk about Vince Russo. Like, I I've seen pieces of shit in the toilet that I think are better than him. Like, that's how they'd be referring to me. Oh, Abe Cannon, yeah. that guy's a real piece of shit. But I will say this: Abe's biggest contribution to the business was Hogan Rock. It, it, Ryan, that's a great segue because I and I'm not making this up. Ryan and Sam can confirm this. And, this is and, true. And let me if you if you're not if you never heard us before on any of the other shows or podcasts, this doesn't happen that often. Like they don't like to just agree with me ever, especially Sam. Like normally Sam would would especially Sam. But isn't that true, Ryan? That normally <laughs> I'll say this. I, I'll say this. Sam is very quick to disagree. I will give you credit with some with some asterisks. So you know, some stipulations. I, I, I'm happy to give you credit, <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll be a little more realistic than you. You know what my issue is? Is I, I mean, obviously, I grew up with Abe, and it's like Abe loves credit. Like, We're brothers. He, if you if you've never I heard mean, us, you have, like he asks for credit, and you have to apply. Like, yeah, if he does that, I posted a photo. This. this is true. I I got a dog like uh, three and a half months ago. I posted a photo of her. The first photo I said, "Meet Penny, my new dog." And and in a previous text thread earlier in the day, Abe was like, well, she's copper-colored. You should call her Penny. I was going to call her Becky because she had red hair like Becky Lynch. Abe suggested Penny. So I posted, meet Penny. Uh, There's like 700 comments. Oh, glad you have a dog. And I'm scrolling through them and I see Abe go, nice name. Where'd you come up with it? <laughs> do you really do that? Yeah. No, I, no, that's not true exactly. Well, something close. No, uh, I think I just said great name. 
Yeah, okay, whatever. But, but <laughs> and then you explained it. Then you had things. But Ryan, you were taking full credit for the name that I came up with. I took no credit. I just didn't give credit. It's not like I was like, hey, check out this great name I thought of. It was Meet Penny. Fuck. It said, hang on, let me see if I can find my it, it, No, People can't give citations in real time, like at all times. <laughs> I think I just said great name, and then you're like, by the way, everyone, Abe told me about to, to name it Penny. Because <laughs> I knew that if I didn't give you credit, there'd be like three months of hell to pay. You just nonstop talk about it. Yeah. What, what did you offer anyway, today? That, that, what did you offer today that I told you I would give you full credit on? Oh, I said, okay, so I told our, our friend Danny Gaga, who's also a wrestling fan, he's going to the movies, and I said, Hey, one a great little life hack if you're going to the movies and you want the butter to reach the bottom of the popcorn. Oh, that's right. Stick a straw, <laughs> stick a straw in your bag and put the butter down the straw so it gets all. That is a great idea. Have you yeah, been doing yeah. that for a and long I, time, or is that a new? Uh, yeah, one? I've, I've known about that for a while. So I told Abe, wow. Abe, use that on your other podcast or your your blog about food that you know, yeah, slob blog. food or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and uh, he was like, I said, I don't even need credit because I don't give a shit about credit. And he was like, no, I always give credit. Which is what someone said who demands credit. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so, oh, wait, so, that, so we're talking about credit. But yeah. the, the reason I brought up credit is because these guys both agree because I told them about this probably six to eight months before it happened. Now, I worked at Q101. Hulk Hogan came in studio. I believe he was with his family at that time. Was it for Hogan Knows Best yet or no? It was, yeah. He was still with his family. Okay. So Hogan came in. For some ungodly reason, I was in a side studio with the Hulkster for a while. Like, And, and this is before I worked out with him in South Beach, okay? And yeah. that's this conversation is also part of the reason why I worked out with Hogan in South Beach. That's why he remembered me. So we were in a side studio. And I'm like, well, what? Because this is this is after WCW was gone, and Hogan wasn't doing anything yet. Everyone was like, there were rumors he was coming to WWE, and he. Do you guys remember that he sat out and collected money for months? I remember. Like people don't remember this. Hall, Nash, Hogan, Ric Flair, all the best guys. When WCW yeah. was bought, they didn't come over yet. They didn't come That's over for a long time. The guy that came over was like the biggest guy was like Buff Bagwell. Dude, no, hold on. That's why at WrestleMania 17. When when Shane uh, fought Vince and they cut away and I just watched WrestleMania 17, they they cut away to the to the skybox uh, and it was it was like Sean Stasiak, Stasiak. Uh, Hugh <laughs> Morris, terrible. Uh, Billy B- Billy Kid Billy Kidman I think yeah Billy Kidman it was like well, Booker Booker T there, yeah. Booker T was the only good wrestler him and I believe DDP were the only good wrestlers but even, but even Booker T wasn't in that initial cutaway that Ryan mentioned. no 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 it was it was hot garbage dude every it was so every bad every jobber from WCW that you could think of was up in that booth anyway and these were all the these were all the guys that like Vince Russo was trying to put over oh, like there's Scotty Riggs yeah. I want Riggs to do, I want Hogan to do a clean job to Riggs or some shit yeah. like that. So, okay, yeah. so during this time, I was talking to the Hulkster and I said, hey, you need to, because this is back when The Rock was like doing that horrible movie uh, about where he was holding a spear. What was that? The Scorpion King? Scorpion King? Yeah. And then, uh, so, so I'm like, hey, you need to come back as Hulk Hogan, bring back Hulkamania, and you should feud with The Rock 
and he should come out and say he's the real uh-huh. Hollywood. I'm the real Hollywood. I'm in movies. I'm the big movie star. You're a loser, blah, 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 blah. I told him that. He's like, you know what, brother? That's a great idea. I'm talking to Vince this week, and I'm going to bring that up. Now, this sounds like I'm making this up because it's such an amazing just just I, I'm the one who changed the course of history. I'm responsible, perhaps, for the great. Now, could they have came up with Rock versus Hogan on their own? Yeah, sure. Of course. But I brought it up to the Hulkster eight months beforehand. He brought it up to Vince, and the rest is history. And it's because of me. <laughs> and wait, hold on. I know Sam's yeah. laughing, but I, 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 I look, occasionally it would pain me to say this, but I will say at this moment, what Abe just said is absolutely correct. And wait, Ryan, Ryan true, worked but, with... But you, know, you know what I'm laughing, though? Because this, this reminds me of... No collusion, no collusion. It's like, I hear this like 90 times a day. No collusion. No, but, it's like, okay, but, we look, did it. In the end, there was Here's no the collusion. thing. Look, we could speculate all day as to how the match actually happened, but the fact is Abe and Hogan were in a Woo! room together, and Abe told Hulk his thought, and Hogan reacted, and the next thing we know, it happened. That's And that's all we know. That's and all the information we have. Maybe this is why Abe is so hell-bent on credit, because Abe never got the credit from Hogan or Vince that he should have gotten for that angle. And ever <laughs> since that point, Abe has been all about credit. Because actually, true. I don't remember Abe as a, I don't remember a teenage Abe, like, so interested in getting credit. This was more of an adult yeah. thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was Hogan's fault. And you, I think, Ryan, I specifically remember you and I having a conversation at work as we worked together, and didn't I tell you about it? And you're like, that's cool, man. <laughs> yes, it was a big deal that you you pitched this thing to Hogan and he loved it and he was going to Vince and it was a big deal. You know what, brother? That's a great idea. I'm talking to Vince this week and I'm going to bring that up. Hey, yeah, did, did I did I make it happen? I don't know. Is it the great? You, know you know what? You know what he talked to Vince. He's like Vince. I had this idea. I was thinking about it. <laughs> of nothing at all. About I was working out with Abe Cannon. He wanted me to throw. The, he wanted me to run this one past you. Let me know what you think. <laughs> I wonder if Hogan would. Re- There's no way he'd remember that, right? Because at, at one point Hogan blocked me on Twitter for saying. Uh, no, and see, look, let me tell you. Something. For saying Don Imus' like, wife better watch out. Oh, right. I'll tell you exactly how I know Hogan would remember that because back in the day, those wrestlers and they had this knack where they would they would make you think that you were the most special person in the world. It was almost like Michael Jackson with Wade and and James Safechuck, yeah. where they would make you feel like what you just said to them was like the most important thing. Here's how I know. Uh, my uncle, his name was Tony Mann. He did radio and TV in a lot of different cities. Hey, it's Tony Mann. I'll, I'll never forget. I got a package in the mail. It was a VHS tape. And he was in uh, San Antonio, I think, at the time. And he was doing a weather report. He was a meteorologist. And he had Macho Man doing the weather with him. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. I, never, I, I couldn't believe it. My uncle, who I already looked up to, and Savage doing the weather. Wow. Like a year. Well, hold on. Like a year later, I went to some, like, charity softball event at like Northwestern University where WWF wrestlers were playing against like the local media and I saw Savage who was signing baseballs for kids I was this little twink and I go hey do you remember my uncle you did the weather with him Tony Mann in San Antonio and he looked at me and he goes I think I do <laughs> I knew he didn't remember and that was like the end of my childhood I was like this fucking guy doesn't remember shit 
<laughs> you know, Savage was hopped up on like 12 lines of coke when he was doing that weather. Hell yeah. He good, dude. Until I saw yeah, no I knew that, and I was like, oh, man, he didn't remember. And I knew at that moment, these guys meet so many people, they don't remember shit. Yeah. I think I... <laughs> you know, because the young Ryan Mano, you wanted him to be like, of course I remember you. Oh, Tony Mann, of course. Yeah, I'm, Tony Mann, let's like, go get lunch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a side conversation. And, I'm yeah, Macho you know, Man, he's Tony Man, maybe, we're both men. Maybe he invites you to the show. Maybe he invites you out to ringside. Yeah. And then, and I'm talking like two months prior. I mean, this wasn't like a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember my Undertaker story about my friend Tony when we we got his autograph at Burger King? I don't. Okay, so so this is before WrestleMania 13 when Undertaker <laughs> wrestled Sid for the title, and yeah. Undertaker was doing a, an autograph signing at Burger King. Do you remember when they used to do this kind of stuff? It was like, like they, I do. We, we, yeah. we, we, I, I met Rick Flair at a, at a Duke of Oil, <laughs> oil change place. Yeah. Sam, and, Sam and I met Flash Funk at this furniture store, and then the next week Rick yeah. Flair was there, and we, there were so many people in line to meet Rick Flair, we didn't get to meet him. But anyway, so I'm waiting in line with my friend Tony to, to, get, to, to get the Undertaker's autograph, and I would always do these things where I would try to get two autographs. Like I, I'd sneak in two items. Sure, whatever. yeah. So, not uh, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> God. I remember we, we saw Mr. T once at the All State Arena just watching the show. I had him sign the same magazine seven times. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so we're in line, and my friend, Tony, my friend Tony's like, hey, Undertaker, sign my nipple. And Undertaker's like, I think you're in the wrong line. You're looking for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Oh my God! Are you yeah. kidding? I swear. That, that did happen. <laughs> That's insane. It's hilarious, especially back then at WrestleMania 13 before Michaels. He wasn't even the champion yet, was he? Oh no, he was. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, but that's fun. I mean, back then, that's that's funny that Taker would say that. Yeah. That's awesome. You're in the wrong line. You're looking for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get to this uh, WrestleMania preview really quick. Which WrestleMania is this, by the way? Is this 30? 35. Is it 35? Yeah. So WrestleMania five, which was the WrestleMania when Sam and I got to watch on. Do you ever watch any of the WrestleManias on closed circuit, Ryan? I never did that. I always wanted to. Yeah. I never did. Our, our that, was no- our first Wrestle- that was our first WrestleMania actually as wrestling fan. Well, that you know, it, it was like a shock. Our, our aunt and uncle picked us yeah. up. We had no idea because back then you didn't know dates. You never knew yeah. what was going it on. Was a, it was a surprise. We didn't know. We, we thought we were going to a movie. We it walked. was kind of like when SNL would be preempted by Saturday Night's Main Event, you'd have no clue. Oh, you'd be so... When you saw that, well, Saturday Night's Main you'd be going nuts. Oh, yeah. that, was, that was like the greatest thing of all time. Like, Saturday Night's Live will be, will be preempted for Saturday Night's Main Event! And we're like, yes! Yeah. And they'd show the logo like, Honky Talk Man and Brutus the Barra Beefcake. Sam and I would give each other five for every yeah. match. <laughs> Like, it was so exciting. The Fabulous Rouge Brothers and the Bushwhacker. <laughs> and then you get you get a, a Hogan main event. It would be like Hogan yeah. against the Warlord or yeah. something, but still. Yeah. The Warlord and Hulk Hogan. And we were so shocked by any pinfalls. Like, there were... Ne- I, I, I'll get to the rest of me. This last thing. I, I'll never forget this, Sam. And I, I remember you and I were watching a Survivor series. I gave passion for WrestleMania 35. He just can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we tried it. Wait, wait, wait. We're an wait. hour in. We haven't even touched Wait, it. Sam, Sam. <laughs> Sam, you have to remember this, though. Because I remember when the Blue Blazer wrestled Mr. Perfect at WrestleMania 5, I believe. 
I know. Here we go. And 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 <laughs> here we go. But wait, hang on, Sam. The Blue Blazer <laughs> cut a promo where he said, "If Mister Perfect's going to beat me, he's going to have to be Mister Super Perfect." And that and Sam was saying that all week. <laughs> Sam's like, and the Undertaker's going to if 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 Mister Perfect has any chance. Of beating the Blue Blazer, he is going to have to be Mr. Super Perfect. And it was like, yeah. the way that Mr. Perfect beat the Blue Blazer was right. like the cleanest perfect plex and a quick three right. cut. And and I yeah. remember, so... See, I, when I was seven, I didn't really understand what enhancement talent was. I don't think you, I think you were about nine, but that's fine, eight or nine. But, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 eight, eight or nine. Okay, wow, that really changes. <laughs> it's a little bit different yeah. than five. Eight, eight or nine, you're like Sam, Sam had a job and a car. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wait a minute, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. So, oh, by the way, I, I, I was driving to my apartment and I, I, I discovered a video store right down the block. From me. There's some guy who still has a video store. Do you believe that? Damn, probably a sign you should leave your neighborhood. But yeah, go ahead. Exactly. I'm, I'm like, I walked in there. I'm like, I'm like, do people come in here? He's like, enough people do for us to stay in business. You could tell he was like offended. So I like that you just walked in to insult me. You just walked in to ask that question. I did. I did. I'm like, I'm like, that's total you. Because I walked in, I'm like, wait, is this a video store? And he's like, and then I'm like, it really, it really was ignorant because I'm like, wait, Redbox literally closed down shop next week after that shit. He was feeling all right. I'm like Redbox. I'm like, didn't anything? Didn't Redbox hurt your business? He's like, yeah, a little bit. But Amazon, Amazon Video, Netflix. (laughs) I like you just wanted, you just wanted to like and like, uh, like harass him essentially. Yeah. What are those things? Obvious questions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he gets. He probably gets those. Ryan, what are those things you collect? Those toys with the big heads. Oh, the Funko Pop. He had like a thousand of them in there too. So maybe that keeps him in business. Yeah, and but, the weed he sells behind the counter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Really what you're right. It was. It was. It was all the most yeah. insulting questions. Like, didn't Redbox yeah. put you out of business? He's like, not yet. Yeah. Nope. Um, what do you sell these Funkos to offset the losses? <laughs> <laughs> He was charging. He was charging three. He's like, I'm like, so how do you rent a video here? He's like, well, you need you need a, a credit card that's attached to a bank. I'm like, what kind of new rules are these? And it was like three ninety nine for one day for a new release, and then seven days for an old. It's like, how do you make any money on this business? So anyway, so I brought up a video store because Sam, do you remember we used to rent these old Survivor Series events oh. that happened like three years before? We had no idea yeah, what. Well, what any the results were? Yeah, everyone did that. I did the same thing. But I remember you... going to a video store. I was on vacation. We would go every summer to my, like my grandparents' cottage in Michigan, and they had this video store called like Lightning Video. And I'd go and I'd be like, Kevin, the the, the jumping the uh, the killer bees versus uh, demolition. <laughs> And it was like three years old. I'm like, you know, but we didn't. But we, but, we but, pumped. But you had no idea what the results were when you watched right. it. Exactly. None. It's like a new pay per view. Yeah. Were we just all stupid little kids? Because I'm sure that the big wrestling fans, like, imagine the wrestling no, fans. No, of, no, no, no. I don't believe it was a different that. time. It was a different I, era, I, I, dude. Information trap. It's like when you think back to like you hear about like World War One or two. It's like. People in like the middle of the country didn't even know it was happening until like six weeks later. <laughs> yeah, 
So, so like, we, it, it, information in general just traveled slower. But, but, but the reason why I brought up the Blue Blazer is because Sam and I would rent these old videos that were like happened two years before. So Sam and I were talking about how the Blue we, – we all thought the Blue Blazer was the best. And Sam all week like, guys, just remember, guys, perfect has no chance because if he did have a chance, <laughs> he would indeed have to be Mr. Super Perfect. So like we, we, when we saw that clean pinfall, we were so shocked, right? So probably, I don't know how long after, we, we rented a Survivor Series that probably happened like at least a year before WrestleMania five. And that, that, was the, that was the first time Vince policed me. And, and, and that's how you understand how they do get kids and like, like casual fans. Cause it's like, they hyped the blazer up so much. Like he was this amazing performer and yeah. And, we, and, and so, so we're watching a he survi- was superstars every week beating Barry Horowitz. And like, of course he's going to be Mr. Perfect. Yeah. So, so we watched a survivor series from like a year before and Greg Valentine puts him in the figure four and then he just taps out. Like, we're like, what? We yeah. he lost another match. Like we were, we, we were in such shock that the we were we were first shocked that Mister Perfect beat him, and even more shocked that he just lost to the figure four leg lock. It yeah. was so it was so shocking. Well, let's get to WrestleMania for round time here. Um, so the the opening match that they have it here is the women's battle royal. <laughs> Some of the names: Oscar, Carmella, Naomi. Now this is the list. You do not want to be on if you're in WWE. This is the worst list you could be on. Second worst, I think. Second worst, but go ahead. But what's the worst? The worst is the Andre the Giant. Mm, I I guess you know you're probably right because that one they really it's, they really stuff that it's, one. It's really just, it's really it's really just like a comedy show. The Andre I, 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 and here's why I say that. Yeah, Sam, go ahead. Insert a, it's like a place when didn't Rob Gronkowski get involved once. Like yeah, a place yeah, to insert the celebrity guest. He, here's 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 the, the reason why I say that is because uh, only because of the hype they put on the Andre Battle Royal, and it's never done anything for anyone. The women's like you go in knowing oh, this is bullshit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like but it's it's the way they hype the men that really bothers me and makes it feel. This really worse. starts up a career like Baron yeah. Corbin, Mojo Rawley, yeah. uh, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, the. Anyone that I just listed should all be released, right? If, if you're in the if you're in the women's battle royal, you should probably just be let's, released. Let's move past the women's battle royal. I like you could talk about the match for half an hour, and the reality is that it's going to be on at three o'clock. First match of the pre-show, nobody's going to give a shit. But away. isn't it crazy that Oscar is in that match? Like she went from being the champion I, two I, weeks I, ago. I feel like Oscar has to win it only because they stripped her of the title so so <clears throat> unceremoniously. But even if she wins, like, is she going to be doing that thing where she sticks her tongue out with the mask, like, excited of about it? Of course she is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then the men's battle royal. Braun I, I, Stro- real quick, I think, I think, I think Santina's going to win that. I think she's going to make the right <laughs> <for that. laughs> God, th- this li- let me just go over this list really quick of the men's, because this these are all guys who just have no direction. And real quick, before you say anything, let me just say this. I feel so bad for Matt and Jeff Hardy. That's all I'm going to say. They're yeah, in it. Yep. I, I, I can't believe... I can't believe some of the matches they have, and they could not get those guys in a match. They couldn't get them in one yep. of those tag team matches. Here, here's what they should have done. And I, you guys rip on me all the time, because I always say you need to unify titles. You notice they're not calling the women's title match a unification. They're just calling it a well, winner takes all. they did where Stephanie said winner no. takes all. But yeah, winner takes all. That's way different, though. That means you, that's like you get everything. Not where uni- They should make it. We're going to have one baddest woman on the planet, one unified yeah, I champion. I agree. I agree. If they would have taken, they just added two shitty tag team matches. We'll get to those in a second. If they would have just had the revival against the Usos, 
to unify the tag team titles, that could have been on regular Mania. That wouldn't be a pre-match. I but mean, I think I that's coming, that. dude. I do. I think it's coming. Yeah. I do. I really do. There's a superstar shakeup coming a few weeks after. I think it's all coming. So you think in a pay-per-view coming up, they're going to they're gonna unify all the titles, you think? Yeah, I do. I do think that if there's one division where it works to have cross-brand title, it's tag team, because the tag team division, especially on Raw, is still thin. It's not much better on SmackDown. I feel like, at least with Sasha and Bayley, they, they recognize, that, okay, we can't have two women's tag team titles we already have two teams but let me let me so say like, that let me say this though <laughs> if you if you make every title unified and all the champions go on both shows that makes being a champion much more special and it makes the title more special because now the champion is is on both shows and and they're they're just dealing with so much stuff like they're gonna have people no, coming at them it, it, it makes it harder to be a champion it makes it more yeah, interesting and and you have to unify the universal and the world titles. You could, I think the, I think the U.S. title at this point means nothing. Unify the intercontinental and U.S. titles, unify the world in the in the in the uh, universal, and then yeah. unify the tag team titles. And of course, I the agree. women's. We're, we're all on the same page on that. I, I I agree. I'm I'm not as obsessed as you are, but but I think it would be it would it would eventually be good. So I think it's coming. I think that's the direction they're heading. Let's hope. So so another another uh kickoff show this this uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Colin Jost, Michael Che, Andrade, uh, Andrade, who who looked like he was going to be a main eventer. Now he's in this match with guys like Apollo, Tyler Breeze and Titus O'Neil. Jinder yeah. Mahal who was the champion not too long ago. No way Jose, but did you really think Bobby Roode would be such a jobber? No. Chad Gable, Lucha House Party, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel. I was about that match. I still didn't realize that match even had a lineup. I just, all the promos just stole Colin Jost and Braun Strowman. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be those two in the ring. Wouldn't so that make clearly you... Clearly, it's going to be one of those two that wins it. Wouldn't it make you feel even worse if you're Jeff Hardy and they're only promoting Colin Jost? Yeah. Like, no that. one even... Uh, so the Hardys, Otis, Tucker, EC3, who's been just... They should just release him now. Uh, Gellows and Anderson, who I heard... Were offered a new contract. Why would they WWE just resign? And dude, it wasn't. Wait, a wait, 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 they wait, resigned wait. a big, big contract. Wait, wait, they resigned. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? They resigned and like for big money. Why would WWE want them? It doesn't make sense. I, I, I just think I think they're at. I mean, for everything I hear is they don't want to lose any talent to like. Dude, all, that's all it. That's leave. it. It's not even who they want. They just don't want people going to AEW to cause a buzz. When you hear this lineup of all these guys, and and all of them could be released, don't you understand why I always say they need to cut the fat? Babe, you always say that about guys who are not in in like, you know, in a hot feud or in the main event picture. But it's like you have to have jobbers. You have to have enhancement talent. You yeah, but they're not really enhancement talent. Fear. They all think they're superstars. No, they are though. They are because somebody like Gallows and Anderson is the very Horowitz of yesterday. That's like the very Horowitz of today. Like they're just there to like establish, like, a different tier. Like, clearly they're not on the same level as the Ustos. Clearly EC3 is not on the same level as Seth Rollins. I mean, you have to have tiers so that your main eventers could look better. So they could, But that's not true out. because it's they, they all these guys get a confusing win every few weeks. Like, well, uh, yeah, well, like Tyler Breeze will beat Elias. Honestly, hold on. It's less about how many guys they have and how much time. It's more about how developed they make them like wwe right now is is not in the business of rolling out superstars in a way that gives us this 
uh, understanding of who they are, what they're about, why they're motivated, what their plan is. Like, back in the day, I mean, before Razor Ramon came out, we saw, like, eight weeks of him just walking through, like, Cuban restaurants, not being drinks <laughs> out of a <laughs> And we'd be like, I get, I get what this guy's about. I'm oh, yeah. coming to WWE. Like, oh, here's EC3. He's a guy who kind of looks like Cena. Right. I don't even know. Is he supposed to have money? We don't know. We, I don't know <laughs> right. who he's about. Like, is I don't he know. rich? That, 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 that's a great point, especially bringing up the, like, the Razor introduction. It's like you were so excited to finally see him. You're like, oh, my God, he's here. I can't believe it. And you yeah. already, he already felt like a main eventer. You're like, wow. He's look at, like, look at Goldust vignettes. We saw Goldust yeah. vignettes for three months before he showed yeah. up. But those were awesome. We we knew what he meant or what he's about. Even if he showed up as a jobber, we still understood. Look, dude, it's basic. It's basic shit. It's what UFC does well. They 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 put it on the line. They understand like this guy's story, this guy's struggle, this guy's fight, this guy's passion. Like you know what the guys are fighting for. Now it's like, oh, here's a here's a Mexican. But wait, when you saw wait when you saw the Nikki Cross promo, you were excited. Oh, she's coming. No, 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 because they're not doing it the right way. They're yeah, doing it, right. but they're just doing it quick. They're not. They show EC3 taking off, uh, uh, like, cufflinks when he gets into his, his yeah. bedroom. Okay, what, what, I don't get it. I don't. Right. He, did he just come back from a fucking an office party? Does he, I don't, is I, does he I work don't at Chippendales or something? Yeah, like, what? what I don't I don't know. Was, well, yeah, I, I don't back in it. the day, like, the promos, I mean, the characters were actually, like, doing an introduction. They were like. They were they were like talking to the they were talking to the fans in those promos. So they were like exactly. giving a good idea of who they were and what they were about. So yeah, you, you, you get an understanding you of why they were right. there, right? Now you have right. to know they're just here. Now right. they just show up. Good it's God! The same with Black and like, Ricochet being a tag team. That's awful. Rick, right. Rick, just just pairing them up. Same with with Chapa and uh, and Gargano before Chapa got hurt. Like that was stupid too. You have Tommaso Chapa was like the best guy they could have had. He could have been a main event Absolutely. right away. Instead, Absolutely. you just you have him in a hot right. feud with the revival or whatever was going on. Yeah, or, or with the bar, I can't remember. Um, it's, it's laziness, dude. It's why it's why I truly believe. And Hunter said this. Someone said this a long time ago. They said to Vince, "I can't help but believe WWE will be a better place when you're dead." And I really, <laughs> truly, and I hate to say it, but I believe it. He's just tired. And and he just sold two hundred. He just sold like two hundred million in shares. <clears throat> To start he just doesn't back, have it anymore, dude. He to, just doesn't yeah, he have doesn't. it. To start up the XFL when another I mean, it's, football it's so league just shut down he, this week. It's, it's, it's so clear that he's still completely in charge because everything just seems so erratic now. And he's like super erratic when he's out like when he's out in the ring like cutting a promo. Like he can't. Yeah. He doesn't, see, he doesn't have it together. How come so it's he, so clear that he still has his hands on everything and that has to change. How is it that Vince is never able to say WWE? WWE. 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 He always w- says WWE w- w- champion. WWE. W- Double champion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, there, there's a title match we forgot about. What's that? Buddy Murphy against Tony Nese. Ah, uh, yes. Two, do we all agree 205 Live needs to go immediately? Is this, is this the, whole, the whole WrestleMania thing? Is every, you're just going to say who needs to go? Like, you're gonna, <laughs> Wait, hang on. You're going to read every match and say that they all need to go except for like the last five people on the card? Sam, so I, I, I know how big of a fan you are of Tony Nese, but do we all agree <laughs> Do we all agree that 205 Live needs to go? Show Look, of hands. Here's the thing. 205 Live, no, 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 hold on. 205 Live can stay. Just don't make me pretend to care about it. And, and don't don't include it in the main like on WrestleMania. Keep it like the, NXT. Guys, the issue right now is I think that the issue now is that they have a network. They have so much programming. They have so much talent, 
And it's like they're trying to find a way, and, and they're failing at it. I'm, I'm not saying they're succeeding. But they're trying to I find agree. a way to, 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 high, to spotlight more talent. So you have NXT, you have 205 Live for these smaller guys. You have two brands, you have NXT UK. And they're not doing a good, it's not compelling at all. They're not doing a good job. It's of not care. because they don't put the time into telling the story. Right. And, and they have three hours every freaking week on Monday. And they don't, they still, dude, when Raw used to be an hour, the, the storytelling was so compelling. When Raw was two hours, it was still riveting. Do you they guys remember three Ryan? Hours now, and they're worse at storytelling than ever before. Ryan, do you remember the Raws where it would start out with Stone Cold would cut a promo? He would come out two or three times during the show. Like it wasn't like Becky Lynch gets one segment and one at the end. Austin would come out three to four times, and there'd be yeah. compelling things going on the the whole show. And it would probably yeah. end with Austin wrestling at the end. Like it was crazy, and the whole yeah. time there's tension and it's just a great story. Yep. All right. It's so. True. So that's why Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy, look, probably great hands, great workers, <laughs> good physiques. I'm sure that in their own right, they could be superstars. But, like, look, the blame on them only goes so far. I seriously right, I think agree. if you're going to have this many people on your roster, then you have this, you have this many people telling their stories. And here's the problem, too. Ever since the, the, the new radicals came to WWE, the whole separating cruiserweights and heavyweights, it's not necessary anymore. You have Rey Mysterio, who's way smaller than most of the guys on 205 Live wrestling on the main roster. So the whole cruiserweight thing doesn't work for me. You can't do a cruiserweight division anymore. Just end it. Seth Rollins should be a cruiserweight. It doesn't work. If you you take the good 205 Livers and put them actually on Raw and SmackDown, it would be much better. Instead of having well, this they just tried that with Mustafa Ali. Well, like, he's bo- but he's not good. He's just not compelling. Well, it's not, it's not he's not good. No, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not that Mustafa Ali is not good. He's a he's actually a very talented, crisp wrestler. They just we have no reason to care exactly. right, about Mustafa Ali. But is his mic work? Is his see? I need mic work. I need someone. No, 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 to no, get, on, Amy, you don't. You're too hard. You, you don't. You don't, I don't, Sam doesn't. No, we don't all need, not every wrestler needs to talk. How many wrestlers back in the day didn't fucking talk or they had a mouthpiece to talk for them where they just went. Well, there like, you go. Now there's this, there's this concept that everyone needs to cut a promo. Wait, Ryan, stop what right there. Wait, wait, Ryan, wait, hang on. Stop right there. Okay, so you have a guy like Mustafa Ali, right? You have people yeah. like Paige and Alexa Bliss now who have neck injuries. They can't wrestle. You have a lot of guys who are good on the mic. You have managers. Dude, you should a pair. Million percent agree with you. You need to pair Paige up with a heel. Let Paige come out, talk tons of shit, and let that heel do the work in the Dude, ring. Like, I agree. Like Brock, like Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Lesnar and Heyman work. Yep. Exactly. Same with. That's why Ronda Rousey is kind of stupid because the stuff she says is just dumb. Dude, she, exactly. Stop pretending like everyone needs to cut a promo. Stop it. But someone needs to cut a promo for them. Someone does, exactly. You're so, right. So agree. if you can't, th- that, that's what I'm saying, Ryan. You had Bobby Heenan. You, ever, you think the Barbarian could put two sentences together? <laughs> like, if you, if you ever Dude, let, you ever see Dino Bravo so talk? Speaking, the Barbarian was so bad at speaking, they gave them Mr. Fuji. <laughs> My Barbarian. <laughs> My Barbarian's going to cut your head off. Uh, um, I feel like also, I feel like, Part of it is even the guys who are cutting promos and who are failing. I feel like it's not necessarily like, uh, I don't think they're failing because of their own inability. I feel like a lot of the times it's, 
it's the highly scripted nature of the show. And these guys are so nervous about being judged when they go back. So if they miss the line. So they, they really can't go out there and, like, cut loose. And, and sometimes, like, you feel like, like Becky Lynch, I feel like when she was really getting hot, like, six, seven months ago, when she was really, that, the she was, when her character was really getting hot and people were really getting into her, I feel like she was, like, taking some liberties on the mic because you could, it just felt so different and so refreshing. And now when you see her out there, it does seem very scripted again. And it's like, I think they have to give um, the people they believe in more leeway to, like, be themselves on the mic and, like, cut loose a little bit, um, improvise a little bit. But you know what? There's a problem, too, when we're always blaming the writers. Do you really think a guy like Connor and uh, and who's the other guy, Damien or whatever? I'm not even blaming the writers. I'm blaming the system. The system of... No, no, no. A, oh, Victor, a, Victor. It's Victor and Connor. So. As no. Damien. But, Abe, you have a great point. You're right. There are some guys who just don't have it. Yeah, like Apollo Crews. No matter what you do, if you unleash him on the mic, I don't think he... Even like Titus O'Neil, if you put the mic in his hand, or Dana Brooke, I'm, I'm talking about the whole Titus Worldwide crew. Sure, sure, sure. You have three people who can't talk. Put Paige talks great. Put her in the ring with one of them. Yeah. Let no, Paige you're right. be... You're, you're uh, right. Alexa Bliss... Here, okay, Alexa Bliss with EC3. She should come out, be like EC3's girl. I'm, I'm sure Buddy Murphy would have a big problem. That's my girl! I'm sure he'd have a big problem with that. Don't you dare put your lips on him. Don't you put your lips on him. <laughs> but if she came out with EC3 and she talked about how like how, how hot he is and everything and how yeah. they, they, they would call themselves like the we have the best bodies and all this stuff, whatever. But she could EC, EC3 can't talk, but he could come out and, and like like a, like a stripper tuxedo or something. She could be his manager, do all the talking for him, and then he just wrestles. And it would yeah. be a great tandem. I agree. That's what you do with jobbers. Let, 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 you let, call them the body donnas. Ex- whatever, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the Raw Tag Team Championship, they just added this, like, hours I, I, I think for the second time we should, we should move to, like, the later part of the card. No, hold on, hold on. But Wait. I, I want to hear what Dave has to say about this match. Okay. Okay, the Revival versus Hawkins and Ryder, okay? They added this match in for no reason. I said what you should do with the tag team titles. Ryan, you're saying maybe later on they're going to unify the titles. Fine. Because they have a superstar shakeup. I feel like they're going to wait to unify until everyone's kind of settled in the energy spots. I do believe, Sam, I know you agree. Abe, I know you don't. I really do believe that this is Vince's golden bullet here on Sunday. He's going to put Ross Ryder and Hawkins over. Going to give Hawkins the win on Sunday. I really think that. Now, the only reason why I, now Hawkins has never had any moment ever. Zach Ryder ever. had his feel good moment when he yeah, won the I mean, Intercontinental Hawkins, title. Hawkins' gimmick is that he's lost like he's never won a match. Essentially, he's lost like four hundred in a row or something. Correct. So is the revival a team that you that you buried for months and then you gave them a chance and now they're starting to do pretty good? Are they the <laughs> team really that you want to do a job to the two biggest jobbers in wrestling history? <laughs> Here's why I, mean, I don't think it matters because let me real quick. Start. A couple of years ago, um, they had a intercontinental title match at WrestleMania. It was like a, I was there when Ryder won. Right, Ryder won, and and Miz was the champion. And the, I think it was was it the next night on Raw. Yeah, the next night he won it back. It, next night on Raw, Miz won it. Or SmackDown. Ryder, so, one of the two. And it didn't it didn't hurt the Miz in the end. It didn't hurt the Miz in the end. Yeah, but the but Miz, won, Miz is a little they, bit different. They wanted that feel good moment for Zack Ryder for a guy who was there for a long time, who was a good hand. You know, a good jobber, <laughs> company guy. Like they wanted to give yeah. him that mania moment, and I think the same thing with Hawkins. Like he's probably like a team yeah. player. See, Vince that, loves that bump, 
as, as curmudgeonly as Vince is and as like old, bitter of an old man as he is, like he still gets that every WrestleMania needs at least two to four real feel-good moments, especially when they have pre-show shit. I guarantee this match will be on the pre-show. And what they're going to do is they're going to go, if you missed the, the kickoff show, you know, we had this, and, the, and they're going to use it to sell it, like almost like a holy shit, I can't believe I wasn't watching. And right. they're going to drop them the next night. There'll probably be a schmoz finish. <laughs> and they're going to give them back to the Revival. And then the Usos are going to come out and challenge them and they'll unify. Yo. I don't think, Abe, you're, you're too far from the end game. I just think they're going to use this to give the show in general, like a little shot in the arm of adrenaline. Yo, Us, I bring my shit. You all bring your shit. Let's put all this <laughs> shit on the line, y'all, and into the penitentiary. That's, that's it. I don't. I don't think you have to protect the revival. I mean, don't forget they were doing jobs for years. But that's it. Well, hang on, hang on. That's my point, though. You do have to protect them because they were doing jobs. You finally know, took. Well, like, that's, that's like Ryan said. Though, they don't commit to anything anymore. No, so hang on, like, hang on. You, you t- but you take someone finally, Sam. You're, you're, hang on. No, we're no, ta- we're, we're, hang on. I think you missed my point. You look at the revival right now and see like a bulletproof tag team that can't be defeated. No, they're not. Not yet. Not yet. Team. Not yet. But you take a team like. Gellows and Anderson, they're tag team champions for three weeks. They've been a joke for three years. Once you get into that purgatory where you're just shit, like like Apollo Crews, where even the bar, look at the bar now. I mean, the, you, you have these teams that just have no nowhere to go. They're lost. The Revival finally has something going, and, and you have to do just a quick uh, pit stop to give Kurt Hawkins the title. Yes, and they do. And, he, and, and another thing, there are, two, there are two points that are, are super important. The first point, all of these people, all of these jobbers we've just talked about for 20 minutes that are in these battle royals and shit, they're on the card, and no matter what you say about Vince, no matter how, like how much of an asshole he is, <laughs> the one thing that Vince is known for is being super generous when it comes to the WrestleMania payday. He loves to put people on the card just to get them that payday. But what's the payday? What's the payday these days? Dude. They'll make more money on WrestleMania weekend than they will in like three months. Or no, like not not until next week when they're in Saudi Arabia getting that blood money. Well, see, that's why he's doing <laughs> that blood money. So, but he puts all these people on there for that. But hold on, that said, Vince is still not above being a petty motherfucker. And so you you, you look at the last like what three weeks ago is the whole story revival of asked for their release. They want to go to AEW. Vince is probably like, ha-ha, as long as you boys are staying here, that's good. <laughs> Keep down. That's keeping him awake at night. All he wants to do oh, is yeah. fuck yeah. Dash and Dawson so bad. <laughs> and, and I guarantee he's like, all right, boys, glad to have you staying. You're going to job to Kurt Hawkins. Like, <laughs> he can't fucking wait. He's going to do the Hawkins humble hop on you. That's his finish. And, and here's the deal. Here's how I'd write that shit if I worked there. The Hawkins and hop. The rider hits the rough rider on Dash Wilder. Okay, so he's down, and and Hawkins. Oh my God, here we go! It's Hawkins and Dawson. He has like the announcers don't even know what to call his fucking finisher because we've never seen it. <laughs> call it the Hawkins. And he, and he's, he's, yelling, he's yelling to call. Call it the Hawkins hop. They, yeah, exactly. They're trying to figure it out. So Hawkins hits whatever bullshit finisher he doesn't even have, <laughs> and, and and Dawson falls on top of of Wilder and Ryder. He even stalled. He doesn't even know how to go for the pin. He doesn't know. He does, he's never done it. So then he looks at Ryder, and Ryder's pointing at him like, pin him! So Hawkins <laughs> falls on top of both of them, pins them, they win, they drop the straps the next night on Raw. Guaranteed. 
You know, Ryan, Ryan, the thing about Vince staying up late at night, he, let me give you the yeah. perfect example of that. Something that happened like 20 years ago or 15 years ago, the XFL. He's been he's been losing sleep since the XFL was canceled. Yes. And his ego is making him take hundreds of millions of dollars of his own money, yep. putting it back into a failed product that's going to fail Correct. again because that other football league failed this week after six games or whatever, three games or whatever. Yep. There's no way the XFL makes it. Vince's ego is so out of control that he can't lose anything. He has to win. The XFL is yep. going to beat out the NFL. That's what he used it's, to you're, say. You're 100% right. Um, all right. So, okay. So you have that tag team title match. Awful. You guys love that, right, though? You guys think that's a great match? I don't think it's a great match. I think I, I, think I know why they put it on the card. That yeah. one, they, they, no, I, 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 I absolutely love that match. I can't wait. When I heard, when I, when I saw they added that, that's all I, I, that's all I could think about. Yeah. I really hope. I wasn't even going to watch that. Mania until they added yeah. that. To the yeah. Do you guys remember, like, there's, an, a real, there's a real chance that goes on last. Do you guys remember? <laughs> do you guys remember like at Ozfest there'd be the A stage, the B stage, and there'd be another stage like in the parking lot. Yeah, like the Doc Martin stage, and yeah. it'd be like yeah. local bands. You knew half yeah. the people playing. Yeah, like that's where, that's where these matches should be at. They should be for only the live audience. Like out in the parking what's, what's, lot, they should be the parking what's, lot. What's, what's what's the next match? Or like a WWE access. Like they should have a ring in the middle of the access and have this, these matches. The next match, SmackDown Tag Team Titles. This one's even worse. The Usos versus Ricochet and Elster Black versus The Bar versus Rusev and okay, Shitsuke Nakamura. Okay, how is that worse? Okay, see, now, now I know you're just, you're just going to be a curmudgeon about everything. How Wait, hang on, worse? hang on. I'll tell you why. It's, Sam, calm down. I'll tell you why it's worse. I'll explain right now. This one's even worse. This is worse because at least the last one, Ryan gave us a pretty compelling story of what could happen. This one, let's just take the four tag teams on SmackDown and put them in a match. Well, yeah, but, I mean that's that's something they've been doing for a long time. They they take no, all the guys. Oh, in. Sam, normally I agree with you. I Good. agree with Abe here. Thank this, you. Ryan. There, there's no, there is no thought to this other than just putting... Wait a minute, Ryan. What's that shit about Sam? Normally I agree. Why do you have to tell Sam you normally agree with him? Because Sam's a very well thought out. Per- you're very important. I think we are normally on the same page, Abe. I appreciate. I appreciate the, that. <laughs> no, no, no. Because Abe, Abe, look, you have a million good ideas a day. You're just so impulsive that sometimes we don't even get to hear the genius behind the idea. You're so rogue and so violent right. with getting your point across that it's hard to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> rogue and violent. <laughs> so, but to this point, Abe, I do agree with you. This one feels so thrown together that there's not even a storyline you can you can discern from it. There's nothing. Okay, next. Let, let's this. just let's I, do I even. Say, to... I will say about that match real quick. I think that Black and Ricochet have been doing great. I mean, they, they they've been. I mean, the fact that they're a tag team is weird, but they've been awesome. They've both been great. They've been called up. Usos have been really good. Um, so I feel like you have right there. You could have at least had a singles, like a like a just a regular traditional tag Look, title match. The match too. itself, you guys might be, and Sam, you're right. The match itself might be entertaining. They're going to put in good work, but like in terms of your excitement for it, I have none. It, it's no, it's like know, this. It's I, like this. If, if you're watching the UFC and like you know Bobby uh, Banderjack is fighting uh, Joe Sixpack, right? I don't care about either guy. They might do some crazy kick to the yeah, face and knock the guy out. If, if, if anything, you have enough talent in that match to have some really cool mating moments. I hope. So, Let's get that, that match doesn't even deserve to talk about. Okay. It. That match is horrible. Next match: 
Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Now, I am I, I actually don't mind this match as much as I thought I would because I I think it's funny how Baron Corbin knows everyone hates him, mm-hmm. and and I, I I do think that Cena's going to come out or someone. Yeah, I mean Baron Corbin, I think has actually like done a good job of like coming into his own in this like um, the role he's in right now. Uh, like you know he was the constable and now he's just this like. <laughs> Arrogant prick who still thinks he has power, but I still think there's going to be a swerve there that, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like you guys, honestly, here's my thought on this. I feel like Angle's going to put him in the ankle lock within within 30 seconds, and he's going to say, Angle, get on the mic and be like, that can't be my last match. And then we hear, yeah, but do. And Cena comes out, and that's it. I feel like they're not advertising it, and I feel like the, the, the Angle match is going to happen with Corbin, but I feel like it's going to be quick, and Kurt's going to say, I need more, and there we get Cena. Or, or they could do the thing. Or they could do the thing where yeah. he just Vince comes out and says, "This isn't worthy of WrestleMania. This is worthy of WrestleMania." And then Cena, because him and Cena could have a great match. It's, it, don't forget, it's Kurt Angle's last match. So, yeah. I'm thinking Corbin's I'm going to be in the match, and him and Cena. Cena's going to win, of course, and it's going to be a good I match. Think, the only reason I think, and I, those are both good ideas. But the only reason I think that he won't be in the match is because if you notice on Raw. At the end of Raw, they actually had like they had him tapping out Corbin, like they he got the ankle lock on him and he was like tapping, and I almost feel like they were saying like, okay, he's already beaten Corbin right here. So. But they made Corbin beat Rey Mysterio also, which also makes me think I know, I that know. Rey Mysterio is going to beat Samoa Joe for the but US I think title. That was a way to like put give closure to the if he's not going to fight Corbin on Sunday. That that's a way to like give closure to that angle. Like, okay, well, Kurt Angle got over on him. In sure, the, sure, I, I know, but. Yeah, but yeah, I, don't, I don't know how they would like, like you know, maybe your idea about Vince coming out and saying like it's not a worthy match, but or someone who so knows Alexa Bliss could come out and say it. It doesn't matter. All oh, of yeah, a sudden, but, she but, has but, power. So you are right. It, I mean, honestly, even if the match stands, it's probably one of the better matches on the card. Alexa Bliss is the host of WrestleMania. Don't forget so. Thank God. <laughs> but also, what happened to her mic work? Like she was so great on the mic, and now that she hosts that show, and she's all weird now. The way she talks. She's just lost. That's all it is. She's lost, dude. It's, it's more dialogue, so she's lost. Uh, okay. That's the problem. Um, also, there's a rumor that The Undertaker is going to interrupt Elias. Good God. Really? Ugh. If you're going to have The Undertaker, if you're gonna oh, have the Undertaker you need to add to his record. Like, Why waste time, Why waste a chance right. to put another, oh, make it 25 and, and 2? And let me, let me throw you another, uh, another thought. Elias is a perfect come-down segment between... Let's say Kofi and Brian and the women. Like, don't put Taker. Uh, Elias has a purpose at Mania. It's only in that he's going to separate the two main events. But wait, last year didn't Cena? Didn't he beat up Elias last year? No, Cena. No, remember Undertaker? No, no, he came. Yeah. No, no, he came out. Remember? Remember Elias was talking shit to Cena. And then Cena ran the ring and gave him the 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 F whatever oh, they call it now. Yeah, that's right. And that and that yeah, yeah. came out right. Yeah. What's his move called? The go yeah. to sleep now or something? <laughs> the F U. The F. No, it's called something else now, isn't it? Five knock. I don't know. The F. They might have called it the F view instead of F U. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, you have so the. Wait, mi- hold on, real quick. You mentioned really quick. You mentioned Mysterio and Samoa Joe. I thought I heard that Mysterio was injured and wouldn't compete, but who knows. Let's and hope. Did you guys know that this? <laughs> did you, I mean, Joe's been well, in WWE. Oh. I think this is his third or fourth year, and this is his first ever WrestleMania. 
Is really? That right? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. He wasn't even in the he Battle Royal? He was hurt that yeah. first year, right? No, he was in the next year, then he was hurt. Okay. Yep. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. That's an awful match, by the way. That's an arch well, I, I think Mysterio would win if he, if he performed in it, but I, yeah. Well, I've again, dude, it's, it's all so last minute. Like, tell me, why are Joe and Ray feuding? And look, I know right. I sound like a broken record. I know I sound like Abe talking about dressing the divas. But if you really break this <laughs> shit down, tell me why all of these people are feuding. What? There's like well, four I, I matches never, where you well, can this, tell me what the matter is, at well, hand is. This, this has been more egregious than, like, most cards. But I've never seen a WrestleMania so hastily put together. Look, I feel yeah. like two weeks ago there were two matches. Now there's 27 well, it's kind of yeah, like, like the way they they, they... they didn't know what to do, and then they're like, we just have to like start pairing people up. We were talking yeah. about WrestleMania five, and, and the the thing on... I remember the pro, I bought the program at the, the closed circuit, and it said more matches than ever, and it was like 14 matches, and that was like crazy back then. All the matches back then were like four to six minutes long. Now you have 14 matches that are all like 20 minutes, 30... It's yeah. crazy. Right. But, but but those 14 matches, though, they, they built them up for six months. No, they didn't. So when, when, no, they didn't. It was like out of nowhere. Them, I mean, some of them used to make sure they did. Uh, Rick Martel sprayed arrogance in Outlaw Ron yeah. Bass's face. <laughs> no, yeah. you know, they all had something. I mean, now it's just like, yeah. oh, here's who doesn't have a match. Let's see, Ray and Joe, you guys um, work. <laughs> and then, all, all they did, they had four pay-per-views, and they spent like the whole quarter of the year nursing feuds going into those paper views. That's what it was all about for the payoff. And yeah, the payoff was usually a five minute match with like Dude, three minutes of an yeah. abdominal stretch and then a clothesline to win but <laughs> abdominal stretch and a test of strength. You wanna talk about though you want to talk about Joe and his ability. I know that right now no one's like up on Joe. But look at that feud he had with AJ where he was on the mic every week talking about Wendy Styles. <laughs> oh, he's great. I don't. Dude, I think he's great. That shit's money. You give Joe a yeah. mic and give him a program and a feud and like a purpose, that'll put butts in seats. Wendy, I'm coming I, home. To me, I actually am more impressed with him than AJ Styles. I feel like he has a lot more to offer. Oh, let, should, 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 we, should we get to the AJ, another thrown together match? Randy Orton and AJ Styles? Good God. I mean, now, see, they, now honestly, they could that match could have worked though. I, I, I feel like Randy Orton has a history on SmackDown. That match could have worked as like yeah, but what you know, are they fighting the, for, Sam? Well, well, right. Well, but I'm saying they could have done this thing where they could have built this. They could have like did a long build where like Randy Orton was coming back to SmackDown to like, reclaim the, the throne. The best way, the best way to handle that feud is Orton as a lifelong WWE guy. Is is so sick of AJ and reference TNA. Who gives a shit about TNA? Just be like, and just call it what it is, and just be like, I'm tired of. I've been here my whole career. You've been yeah. I'm a 14 years. time champion, and you're saying you exactly. run the place. So, you come from TNA, where you wrestled Jay Lethal. I, I don't give a shit. Let's. He kind of did that the last couple of weeks, like, and Orton's cut some good promos on Styles the last few weeks, but again, there was it was just all so sudden that, that there wasn't enough of a build. Like yeah. I know, I think you said you didn't see SmackDown, but he caught a promo like that on Tuesday—a really good promo about how Styles is like. Yeah, but he cut it on Tuesday. He, he cut it five days. <laughs> well, I, I, I agree. It's too late. It's too late. It's just but, not enough. There's yeah. not. You don't. There's there's just not enough spots for all these people, and this is why you have to cut half the roster. Now let's and move on. <laughs> and unify all the titles. Um, yeah. 
the Miz versus Shane McMahon, which I I know they've built this up. I do I do love seeing the Miz's dad get the shit beat out of him. Oh, but, he's the best. But this Shane and Miz match, I mean, I know Shane's probably gonna like. I don't know, like jump onto a guardrail from the from the top of the. Some, something's gonna happen to him, like horrible. Like he's gonna jump onto concrete or something. Yeah. But I don't. know. Do you guys care about this match? I think it's. I think this has actually been one of the better builds. But I, I don't really care much. They're about putting it. a lot so of time into. So it. far, Abe. The, so far, of all the matches you've run down so far, this is the first one that I've been like, all right, I get, I get it, I get the story. I'm, I'm into it. But they've put so, a like, ton of work, like like Sam said about Samoa Joe, right? Could you imagine if they would have put more time into that feud? Like all, like they've spent months telling this story with the Miz and, and Shane, and I'm really yeah. not excited about the match. Right, I feel like Shane's going to get the win. I feel like Shane's going to get the win. I think the problem is that I don't care about the Miz as a good guy. I, I only like no, him as a heel. I don't either. Yeah. It, well, and again, the only reason that you say that, I, I really believe this, is because WWE rushes everything. Like they haven't given us enough good guy Miz. They haven't given us enough heel Shane to really sink into. Like, we know where they stand, but we're not, like, invested. Like, this guy's been a known coward his whole career, and I think two weeks ago on SmackDown, he beat, like, nine guys in a gauntlet match or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the, like, he, he was he kicked, like, eight security guards' asses. I, I just thought it was weird. He yeah. went from, like, being, like, one of the biggest heels, like, the next week to, like, pandering to Shane, how much he admires him. But the only thing that I hope of that match, like you guys... The only thing that I hope of that entire match is that George Mazanin takes a fucking garbage can to face. <laughs> like, like, you know where Shane does the rope-to-rope thing? Like, I hope oh, that'll be so, that'll be so great. Bag. I think there's probably a small chance that happens, actually. Ryan, you know what would yeah, even I, take I, that to the next level? If the garbage can broke his glasses? Oh, it'd be the best. Like, if you see the broken, like, they should just set it up. Like, make sure you close your eyes because we're going to break your yep. glasses. And, and, and to go a step further on that, like, a non planned little, like, cut where he's, like, bleeding, but, like, not, like, <laughs> like, he's yeah. weighed, but he's bleeding yeah. just a little bit. Like, his yeah. cheek, like, just a big gash on his cheek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, his glasses cut his cheek. That'd be the yeah. ultimate. <laughs> yeah. When you look at uh, that guy, awesome. I forgot who we were talking about earlier, but, like, how did that guy like we're talking about Afa, right? No yeah. no, ma- no matter how you clean up Afa, he's never gonna like Roman Reigns. No matter what you do with Mr. Mizanin, he's not gonna look like the Miz, no matter what. No. It doesn't matter. Nor if you if you take his mom. If you look at his mom, I swear you know those smoking commercials where those people talk and that like out of their trach holes and they're like uh, they, I was they, they, like, yeah, like coming out of the shower I, and they're I like smoke I smoke for thirty five years. I smoke for thirty five years. I swear to God, I've seen videos of George Mazanin and and Mike's mom, and I thought George Mazanin was doing like a commercial for like a local hospital <laughs> next to this woman, but she looks that way. That's her, and I don't know how their DNA produced such an elite performer. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Mazanin looks like every father on like from my old neighborhood on the south side. Like every one of my, Mr. like every everybody I knew, like their dad. You know, what Mr. Mazanin yeah. looks like if you watch the Superstars episodes. I'm telling you, every guy in that crowd looks like Mr. Mazanin. Yep. You have to watch if you want to have some. If you're a wrestling fan, and you want to have some fun. If you're bored, if you're trying to go to sleep, please watch Superstars. It's on the network yeah. every episode. And, and look, the best thing about Mr. Mazanin is that he truly does own those sub shops in Ohio. Yeah. Which, and you know how much I love subs, too. I know. You know, I'm going to get you one. 
This is actually job the shops out in one of his promos where he said, like, I thought I was going to end up working at my dad's sub shop. Like, that was, yeah. like, the worst possible thing. <laughs> and he's not even, like, the head owner. He's just, like, a, a uh, what do they call him, a franchisee? A, fran- a franchisee, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's even he worse. Like, he, has like, he has, like, two. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, like, that'd be like me owning two Jimmy Johns, right, basically? And then, the be, and then pretending too. in the ring, like, oh, that'd be like my, if you had a son, Abe, it'd be like, yeah, what do you think? I'm going to work at my dad's sub shop, but you're just, you literally own two. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> <open> <laughs> <laughs> you know what's next? Like, I imagine, like, the employees, like, watch Raw, like, or, you know, watch Raw and SmackDown, because, oh, yeah. like, you know, the, the, the boss's son. And they were watching, they were, like, making subs, and he's, like, cutting a promo against the sub shop. Well, you know he has some kind of shrine. Like, like our our friend Turd, he used to have an ice cream shop called Nick Slicks, and for no reason, he'd have a corner where he'd sell, like, Q101 t-shirts and stuff. It made no sense. Like, it was an ice cream shop, but then in the corner, it was just so out of place. You know the Miz... Or the Mrs. Dad, you know he has like Ms. T shirts and all kinds of stuff yeah. in the corner. I'll take a double scoop and a replica title. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the women's tag team title match, good God. It, I mean, here's what a show, huh, man? So, <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. Of them all. We talked about this before. <laughs> Sasha Banks has it all except mic work. Like she looks great. She looks her like if you could like craft the way a female wrestler should look, she'd be it. Like she looks great. She's a great wrestler, even though her wrestling seems to be uh, regressing a little bit. I have to say she misses all kinds of spots and I'm not really like in NXT. She was really exciting. I'm not feeling that anymore. Like I think she's gotten lazy, but her mic work is just horrendous. Like she's her mic work is true. And I think she's one person that just won't be able to do it on the mic. So she's the kind of person yeah. that would have a head. Yeah, you don't not- know the women's that have come before me. <laughs> I'm doing this for all the women's and <laughs> like the crying and, and oh, we deserve yeah, this it's, shit. It's bad. It's bad. Her and Bailey. So that's another. Oh. That's another like six team match. Right? I don't even. It's just like all the women who are aren't in the battle royal are in that match. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then it's, are it's magically in tag team. Be- Beth Phoenix and Natalia, uh, Nia Jax and Tamina, and then um, the Iconics. I'll tell you right now, the, the most deserving person. And I don't care how the shit rolls out, but like the most deserving person, just visually and what they've done in the last couple weeks, is Beth Phoenix. She, yeah, she's the only person in that match that's like even moderately compelling in the last month. Even though her mic work could use... Uh, yeah, she no, should... she's garbage, but, but but clearly she's putting an effort. Look at her arms. She looks she, amazing. She, I seems mean, highly, she seems highly motivated. Well, she wore yeah, the Glamazon she, outfit this week. Yeah, she she looks great. She, I mean, she's literally the only person yeah. in that match right now that I'm like, okay, I'll care about that. I do like I do I like mean, Nia Jax. I think Nia Jax has yeah, gotten kind of funny. You know what's funny, right? I actually thought that that was going to be the feel-good win. Like, they'd get the win, and they'd probably drop it, like, the next night. But now with this Hawkins thing, I can't see yeah. doing that with two teams. There's so no maybe. way, because the whole thing... But I, mean, I, I, I do think that, that her and Natty were going to win the title. Sasha Banks is always, like, two seconds away. Sasha Banks always like two seconds away from an ignorant tweet about, oh, that's great. Another chance taken away from like, she, she's real quick to do that kind of thing. So I have a feeling, yeah, yeah, I, have, sure. I have a feeling they're not taking the belts off. Though. She'll dedicate her win pre match to Nipsey hustle. <laughs> 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 uh, 
uh, Intercontinental title match, Bobby Lashley against the Demon, Finn Balor. Which, oh, Ryan, did you watch the video I sent you? Uh, yeah. Sam, you saw that, right? When the Demon, was, he, stuck, yeah. he, he stuck his tongue what out? Was that? What was with the tongue? I don't, I don't understand. The like, tongue and the noise he made, and like, dude, we don't, that's, that's, in, like, in production, didn't they say, okay, let's not use the shot with the tongue, like. You know what that's called, right, Sam? Because everyone saw that. No, so jumping the shark. Called. He jumped the shark. Yeah, that, it was that, awful. Yeah. The shark. Well, because everyone saw that, like, all the fans groaned concurrently when they saw him stick the tongue on and make the noise, and it's like. Yeah. They didn't see that when they were like filming that bit. Like they didn't realize how ridiculous that looked. Just and in look, general, the best the best things about the demon character has been, and and I don't even know how well you love it. That he whatever, doesn't talk. Like, the best thing about the demon is that a you're right. A he doesn't talk. B you don't know when he's coming out as a demon. Right. Right. Like it would have been a great surprise. Why? blow it on raw just in general just in just in general people should not stick their tongues out think about all people stick out their tongues miley cyrus miley's in wrestling though like naya jacks loves sticking her tongue out i will say it used to work for undertaker i'll give him that he's the only you're the only one he's the only one who i've ever accepted the tongue out um just going over this card is exhausting could you imagine watching it on Sunday? <laughs> I know, I know. Like we still have we still have all the main matches left, and I'm I'm exhausted. What? What's next? What's next? I don't even know what's next. He spent sixty minutes trying not to talk about the card. But I mean, I'm exhausted talking about this card. There's so many yeah. matches. Um, what's next? Triple H and Batista. Oh, we okay. Triple H and Batista. Now that, See, match, that match, I do, I do care about. I yeah. do too because I like That's Batista. Probably like my most anticipated match, actually. I but, like but, Batista. Hold on, hold, but you guys. Let's, again, and I hate to sound like a fucking broken record, but back it up. The only reason we care about it is because we know who these people are and what they're about. Hey, Ryan, 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 before you finish that thought, you know how many matches are we still have to talk about besides this one? Seven. Five more, but go ahead. I figured, yeah, yeah. How unbelievable but, is that? I'm exhausted. You, There's five more matches. But do, but do you see my point, though, in, like, the only reason truly that, that like, look, with very little build, I mean, yeah. weeks of build, it's the most probably compelling match on the card, only because right. we know their motivation, we know the characters, we know their story. It was great when he did that thing where he's like, "Do I have your attention, huh?" Dude, the promo well, was cut on Monday. Like, he said three pointing. words. He said right. three words. It was the best promo that's been cut in six months. Yeah, that's true. But even <laughs> without that promo, I think you, I think you hit on like the main point is there's this historical context where we all know the history with these two. And it's like, I feel like no one's going to remember the history with, you know, 99% of the of the performers today. Oh, because Billy Kay has care. beef with Nia Jax. <laughs> well, there's, no, there's no commitment to anything. So they're not establishing, like, um, like a retellable history. Nobody's going to care None. about any of this stuff. None. You know, these two, it's like, they could, they could have made that match on Monday. And we would have been excited about it because of the history, but they just enhanced it with what they did the last couple Ryan, of weeks. Ryan, you made another good point. Peyton Royce, again, perfect looking like for a wrestler. She's yeah. not as good of a wrestler, but she looks great. When she opens her mouth, I mean, she's, she can actually talk, but her and Billy Kay together uh, when they talk. Dude, when they start talking it, on it's the, bad. the channel. Oh, it's really bad. It's awful. But yeah, the, so I, 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 I am interested. I have a feeling Batista is going to win, actually. That is what I'm curious about the result. What do you guys think? Because I, I know they did this whole career on the line thing, so it seems obvious that Triple H is going to win, but there might be a swerve. Guys, hang actually. on. Do you see, do you, Ryan, do you see what just happened right there? No. What just happened? I just said I think Batista is going to win. 
and then we now we're all excited, right? Talking about who's going to win. All those other matches we just mentioned, besides the Hawkins match, we didn't even go over who we thought was going to win. Uh, think about point. it. Yeah, think no about one cares. it. No one cares. We we didn't yeah. even th- we think about that. We didn't even think it was important to mention. Oh, I think I think uh, Ray Mysterio is going to go over on Samoa Joe. I think uh, the yeah, Usos yeah, yeah. are going to go over. We didn't even think that was important. It's not. That because shows you. The problem is that WWE has trained us and every other fan to believe that wins and losses aren't important. Right, and and ninety percent of the time, if you win, expect to lose the next week. Yeah, um, it's in, just 50-50 booking. You know? And this is the right. problem with 50-50 booking is right. that there's no passion. Right. Let's see, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. This is the 11th match we've talked about. Yeah. And this is the first one where we actually are going to talk about who we yeah, think is going to yeah, win. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I, I think Batista is going to win. And something's going to happen where he's going to have like power over Triple H, and then they'll have another match at SummerSlam. Like you, Dave, I'm going to give you not just my career, but I'm going to give you all my shares in the WWE. <laughs> I'm going to give you my wife. <laughs> you want me? You want to be me, Dave? You could be me. I'm giving you it all. All my shares. Yeah, in right. No, that's a that's actually a perfect storyline. I'm going to give you Stephanie. I'm going to give you NXT. I'm gonna give you <laughs> Yeah, dude. And, and you, know, you know Batista's so bad. He's not that good on the mic anyway. Like Hunter, no, Hunter, Hunter. That's the best shit for Batista to come out, take his sunglasses off, and say, "Hunter, kiss my ass." Hunter, that was like, great. That was great, dude. Though. That's that brilliant. Great. We're gonna do this my and way, they, Hunter. They did that amazing, amazing camera work. It's like, where's this cameraman been? Like the entire WrestleMania season, he did I know. That Instead, he acts like, like he's shooting that, oh, that old uh, yeah. Michael Chiklis show that was The Shield yeah. or whatever. Right? Yeah. The shaky cam. You know yeah. what this, right, yeah. Ryan? You know what this stipulation is like, though. It's like, okay, let's say you came into my apartment, right, and you and I arm wrestled, right, and you beat me, and then the, the stipulation was that I can't drink coffee from my coffee pot anymore. It's like <laughs> there's there's nothing you could do to stop me. It like okay, the stipulation was I can't drink coffee anymore in my apartment, right? Right, but, but like, I'm not there every morning to God to, to protect. And no, no one's oh. no. First of all, no one's ever gonna say anything if I do drink coffee out of it. No one could Correct. stop me. Who they all? Everyone in WWE hates Batista. So yeah. what? What? So and, and Hunter wrestles once a year anyway. My, you want my career, Dave? You got it. Okay, so yeah. now, so he can't that wrestle. You can't wrestle next year against whoever the headline <laughs> yeah. maker is. Right. Which, by the way, right. is the only reason Hunter's in this match is because somehow you guys, I don't know how it fucking happens, but it happens every year for the last eight years where Hunter has put himself in every match that could potentially gain mainstream attention. It's crazy. Yeah, of course. True. <laughs> yeah. Ronda. So really, all this means is that next year, Hunter won't wrestle against, like, Sylvester Stallone or something. Like, <laughs> that's really all this is saying. Well, CM Punk talked about that because, you know, before he left WWE, he's like, Triple H was already setting up him versus Triple H in Mania. And it was going to be like, oh, I'm going to let you wrestle me in WrestleMania. Because he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's the hottest name in the yeah. business. He's like, Phil. Uh, Triple H wanted a piece. He, Daniel Bryan, same thing. He wanted a piece of that with the yes. Movement I guarantee like next off. year, they're, they're, uh, Hunter's already working on like Bernie Sanders or AOC <laughs> or something. All right, Phil, you did the job if to you take. I'm a socialist. I will sign up with the Democratic Socialists of America. You got it all, Bernie. <laughs> Listen up, yeah. Phil. You can have it all. Phil, you job to Taker, you job to The Rock, you job to Brock. 
it's all coming to you now. I'm going to job to you at Mania. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> okay, great. There's that payoff. <laughs> it's all coming to you now. It's all coming back around. Um, what else is next on this shit card? <laughs> <laughs> they actually have the AJ Styles match listed above the Triple H match. That's interesting. Wow. Oh, here's a match that I forgot about. <laughs> what match do you think I forgot about, Ryan? I, I, I don't even know because I fucking forgot about all of them. Roman Reigns <laughs> and Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay, got it, yeah. Uh, I like Drew McIntyre. I'm starting start to actually pick up on booze for Roman Reigns again. Like, oh, they'll boo him. They'll not, boo him. Yeah. I they, mean, they, it's only a matter of time before he's in it's full 99% boo mode, but... I mean, you you um, only you only get cheers because of cancer and stuff like that for a little bit in WWE. Like... They He's like him hit for every market. He'll hit a, it's it's basically like your US like return tour, right? And then you start getting booze. Yeah. I mean, next yeah. time like Chicago cheered you once, I guarantee you next time you're in Chicago, it's booze from here on out. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Like they'd be smart to not have Roman Reigns on the on the on the Raw after Mania cuz that'll be a smart crowd. I'm thinking I mean, they're going to they're going to the shit out of him, guarantee. <laughs> I'm thinking Drew McIntyre should probably win this match. But because of the leukemia, no way, Roman yeah. will probably win. I'm yeah. Guessing. Yep. Uh, yeah. N- that, that's it. He could actually win. And here's here's a thought, real quick. And I hadn't even thought of this, but he could win with like Ambrose interference, only because it's Dean's last hurrah. I don't know. I mean, I, just a thought to get Dean involved. Yeah. I mean, he's not on the card, and he's done after April. So. See, I think I, Drew, I actually now I do think Drew's going to win. Now thinking about it, because then they're going to say because you notice they're saying like they're making it almost like Roman is still weak from the chemo or something. Yeah, yeah. Like if you notice it, like oh, like he's always coughing and stuff, and like <laughs> yeah. like he just get so like he's I'm, like uh, Walter White before he discovered that he had cancer. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Like spitting up blood <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So like I have a feeling that they're going to use that angle. Like Roman's not ready yeah. to come back. So I, I think Drew's yeah. going to. I think he's yeah, going to win. No thing to do but i don't think they'll do that but that would that would actually be the smart way to book that match and then he's gonna walk out like real on un- everyone's gonna be uncomfortable like the cancer came back in the match yeah like exactly like he, yeah. he might die when he gets back there. yeah <laughs> which isn't funny but that's the angles they do this is what he does i have to say we met roman reigns and he's one of the nicest guys ever he he was he was so nice to my mom he took like a million pictures with her so i'll always be a roman reigns fan only because yeah. of that um and Don't. look, hey, real quick, let, let's just say this, too. Roman's a really good worker. Like, he's really entertaining. I, I don't think I've ever watched a Roman main event where I'm like, oh, that was shit. Like, oh, yeah, even going back to, like, to, to, to Lesnar when they wrestled uh, at Mania in San oh, Francisco. Oh, yeah, it was good. Dude, that was a great, I mean, Roman's been really good. He's been, a, he's great, actually. He's really an entertaining performer. He really is. I feel like he I feel like he always gives it like a hundred and ten percent. He does, dude. He's a believable like I don't get the hate. I get it to some degree, but like only because Vince is trying to push him down your throats. But like on the surface, Roman's really truly one of the best they have. He's great. Yeah, he's oh great. easily. I agree. He really I mean he was really a void when he was gone. You really can feel it. Yeah. Yes. And it's weird now because really he Seth Rollins is in his spot right now. Yeah. So that, I think that's partly why we can't accept that Seth Rollins Brock match. Let's yeah. get to that one right now, actually. So Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, kind of just I don't know, just kind of boring. Yeah, it doesn't. Have I mean, it's going to be it's, it. it's, it's, it's going to be a great match. I mean, there's no. It doubt will about be a that. great match. So, Brock Lesnar with his matches with like Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Dude, that Bryan match that he had a Survivor. That was dude, awesome. I swear to God, it was one of Bryan. It was one of it was, oh, both, it was one of both of their best matches. 
So I think I think the match itself will be great. Yeah, so I agree. I think mm, I, uh, I I feel like Brock's going to pull off. Yeah, Brock yeah, has to, Brock's going to win, right? I guess. I'd be surprised yeah. if Seth won. I, and you know what? You guys honestly from a from a, a, a pacing standpoint, they could put uh Brian and Kofi before Lesnar and Rollins. Well, so that's let, how it's listed let, here. That's how they have it listed here. Okay, so you let Kofi go over, and then you let Lesnar win, so it's like kind of a, a balance before Becky wins. Yeah, I think that's the way they'll do it, because they're going to piss off. Like, you know what, though? I feel like, honestly, if those, so those, those are the three probably biggest matches. I feel like one yeah. of those will be earlier in the card. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, if Kofi Bryan was, like, middle of the card. Second. Well, yeah. they could put yeah. that yeah. shitty women's tag team match in the middle somewhere, maybe? Because yeah. that's, like, the bathroom <laughs> match. He comes running out with the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. They're yeah. like, if yeah. he found the briefcase, it's still good. If that briefcase still exists, you could still wait, cash it wait. in. Is our truth in the in the Andre Battle Royal? Uh let me check. I think so. Uh, let's see. Cause Carmella were both in that SmackDown. Dude, that would be world. actually a very funny thing. He's not. He's not in it. Oh shit! Because oh. if he won that and he came out with the Battle Royal trophy, thinking that that was Money in the Bank, oh, that, was <laughs> that would be great. But Ryan, just because he's not on this roster here, doesn't mean he's not in it. I'm oh sure no, he's... he'll be added. No, he'll be added. I'm unless, sure. unless and he's like, coming out with Carmella. Like a conquistador will be added or something. Like someone just like. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard in a conquistador outfit just to fill 30 <laughs> So, yeah, so I think we all, because Brock's going to be at that the, the blood money uh, pay-per-view, the Saudi Arabia thing. I hope they call it that, by the way. Welcome to WWE blood money. <laughs> what do they, they get, what, I, I think it's 50 million per event, right? Something like that, yeah, it's crazy. And, like, Shawn Michaels got $2 million, Undertaker gets $2 million, Brock gets $2 million. You would think with all of Michaels' millions, he'd fix his eye and his leg. <laughs> <laughs> what, why does... He has the... He's the most... Like, when he was, like, the, the stripper Shawn Michaels, he didn't walk yeah. so bull-legged. Like, what happened? I don't know. Whatever happened to his eye must have also affected his leg. <laughs> that dude walked literally. What happened yeah. to he his... walks like he's always on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he would like wear like like fashionable a fashionable pair of jeans, a choker yeah, around his neck? Like, he comes out an Under Armour camo, literally <laughs> bought at Dick Sporting Goods eight hours prior. And you see, he, you, know you, know you know what the problem was? Honestly, I'll tell you right now, he found God, and it was all downhill after that. Honestly, you I agree with you. Fashion, you saw the fashion like quickly slip away after he found God. Hey, let's yeah, go through guys. Let's go through guys who go found God: Steve Borden, Sting, awful after he found God. The Undertaker, the Undertaker is like Olivia Jade now, uh, and yeah. Becky from Full House's daughter, selling shit on Instagram. Come, hey, uh, you know these salads are really good if you want to get them. That's how I lost weight. Okay, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaming up. And you see, and, and really also, good. In, in every one of <laughs> in every one of his posts, you can see Michelle McCool holding up like the diet tea that he's pitching or whatever. You can see like someone's fingernails holding the product. Right? I'm teaming like, up with I'm, I'm teaming up with Olivia Jade on this new queso yeah. dip. Yeah. <laughs> it's all vegan though. That's how I got back in shape. Vegan queso dip. Yeah. Me and Olivia Jade teaming up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So finding God's a mistake. <laughs> It's hilarious to take yourself a social media influencer. Like, that's <laughs> 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 Oh, 
Yeah, like next to his name, it says it just says it just says Mark Kellaway influencer. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you know what? Uh. He he actually was a real influencer, like an actual one, not one of these. Like he's now gone to like when you say you're an influencer, that means you're just some loser on Instagram. He actually used to influence like millions of people with his actual oh, character. That that was, no, no, no. You shill product. That's what it is. No, I know. Yeah, I'm just but, saying, but, but he but, was but actually Tinker, he he was, and he could have. He could have sold like seven million Wrangler jeans if he wanted to. Now he's like, oh, you know, here's this, here's this yeah, giant tea or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's not. He Abe's right. He was, but now he's kind yeah, of yeah. He could have, yeah. yeah. Only, he's not I, influencing I shit anymore. I could have seen him selling like Dodge trucks. Hey, it's Mark Kellaway. You know me, the dead man, and because <laughs> he can't say the Undertaker. Yeah, no, he can't say it. Hey, yeah. it's Mark the Dead Man Kellaway here. And, uh, you know, yeah. when, I, when I'm rough riding, I always wear my Wrangler jeans. Yeah. He just sold billions of Wrangler jeans if he just stuck with that. Now he's like, yeah. you know, these, these kale wraps or whatever. It's like, <laughs> Me and Olivia Jade present these new kale wraps. Um, so, so everything so, he sells now, it's also out of context. Like, <laughs> why, is he, why is he selling, like, uh, vacuum-sealed, like, vegan meals? Like, <laughs> hey, I like hey, burrito. It was, it was, it was built from like the dark side. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like burritos as much as you. And what I like the best <laughs> is wrapping myself up in this burrito blanket. <laughs> it's a blanket that looks like a burrito. <laughs> Me and hey, Olivia J. Feeling the whole burrito is pre-cut, so you can rest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Last thing on this because we we do have a, we we have to get to these last two matches, but. You know Michelle McCool was a really low end influencer, like getting like seventy dollars to like try to sell something. Like, <laughs> hey, if you if you try to sell this protein powder, I'll give you seventy dollars. And she'd get yeah. when she saw that people were offering the Undertaker like eight thousand dollars to do oh shit. My God. She couldn't comprehend it because she's no. been getting seventy dollars per post. <laughs> so like now that she has access to this moron, like sending him out to do just the dumbest <laughs> shit. Because her her rates were so low, she can't believe what he could get. Your husband, now she has access to If you watch that interview he did at that church, he started crying when he talked about it. Yeah, I know. Oh, she chokes me up. Um, all right, so we all so we all agree Brock's going to win, right? Uh, yeah. All right, so then you got the Daniel Bryan Kofi match. I think Kofi's going to win. Um, yeah, I think Kofi's probably going to go This is over. by far the best feud on Mania, I believe, even better than, than the Ronda Rousey one. Yeah. The I, best, you, I'll tell you right now, the, one, the the thing that made the feud for me, I don't know if you guys, but was when Daniel Bryan said he's a B-plus player at best. Yeah, that was the best. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it they're using that. That is so great. Yeah, it's but the best. That's, I mean, yeah, it, that's, that's, a, that's a callback. You don't see a lot of these good callbacks. Right? No, dude, it's the best thing WWE has done in a long time is calling back to that. It's the it's the yeah. best thing. <laughs> and he's hit it like three or four times now. Oh, yeah. He keeps yeah, saying it. Which is great. It's, it's amazing. You know what's funny, too? And it, it really is true not to judge a book by its cover because Rowan, to me, was always one of those guys that I can't do anything with. Like, he's one of those guys that I'd always say throw him out in the toilet. And even after this feud, I'm sure he's going to be back to just being garbage. But in this one angle, Rowan's been very good. Oh, he's been really been great. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, this whole thing has worked so well. Like, 
all the supporting characters. The problem though like, is after 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 Rowan turns on Daniel Bryan and wants to be his own man or whatever, uh, it's going to go back downhill. But for now, Rowan is doing very well. Um, yeah. So we all agree Kofi's going to win. Here's the only way. Yes, and here's the only way. Look, I, I want to just if the new day, the like, new day could turn on Kofi. So long, new day could turn on Kofi. However, here's the only way to make Rowan. Interesting if and when the Brian split happens is like if Rowan produces a video of Daniel Bryan eating meat or like, yeah, like, yeah. It, like there's a way to actually make it interesting if you just give it some. See, you and I, Abe and Sam, like the three of us and everyone listening to this has no faith in WWE to do a little extra, right? Like we just don't. Like they're just not going to commit to something like we want them to. You could actually make Rowan super compelling if Rowan becomes a face and is like, I have video of Daniel Bryan eating meat, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then everyone would be like, what the fuck? This is the best. And then you and just then see Rowan's him eating this hero. steak. Yes. <laughs> like, like, remember? Like, raw meat. Well, right, right. Exactly. Ryan, remember that feud when, when, when Chris Jericho said CM Punk was CM drunk? Yeah, it was CM drunk. He was walking out of a bar all stumbly. Yeah. You <laughs> still remember that. If I swear yeah. to God, there's a way to make every jobber compelling if they just give them yeah. something to work with. I just, I just remember, uh, uh, Jericho's. I punk him with the ropes, and he, he had like a bottle of Jack or something. He was like, yeah. they were like holding Jerry, they were holding Punk's like uh, throat back, and he was like pouring it down his throat. He's like, yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. like your father. Your father's a drunk. <laughs> that was so funny. It's awesome. You know, the perfect example of that was Paul Heyman. He had absolutely no one to work with in ECW, and he turned a bunch of fat, disgusting slobs into compelling characters. Totally. So it's proof that that could happen. It could um, work. A final match, the main event, winner take all. Not unifying the titles, but they're calling it winner take all. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. We all agree Becky's probably going to win, but yeah. I could also see... I don't think Charlotte has a chance of winning. She's the one who I don't think will win. I, I, well, I, I want one comment I want to make on this match. and I, I've just seen a lot of people on Twitter saying like that, well... You know, I guess, like, some of the haters, like, well, they finally got what they wanted. Women are in the main event. But you know what, though? These women earned the main event spot. Like, they really like even if there wasn't a woman's evolution, this is, this is, I mean, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte are probably the three biggest stars in the company right now. So they definitely earned the spot to be there. I don't think this was forced at all. I feel like if no. Vince had his way, this probably wouldn't be the main event because, by all accounts, it wasn't until very recently that he, like, gave them the nod to do it. But, yep. I mean, I, I guess I just wanted to go to the record and say I really feel like they deserve this, this block. But, but don't, this don't, yeah. d- don't forget, too, there's no, like, crazy match on this pay-per-view with, like, The Rock or anything like that. So That's true. If there was a bigger match, it'd be, it'd be headlining. Yeah, these, these three, right. honestly, with Ronda's star power, with, with uh, the mainstream attention that it might garner, and, and really, like, the effort they put into it and the, 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 the deservedness of the three of them, I do believe it deserves the headline. Oh yeah, uh, I do. I mean, well, what, what, else, really, would head, what you, else would headline? Dude, it, I know. And if you think, I guess the only thing, other thing that could headline in terms of big fight feel is Hunter and Batista, but that's not a main event. No way. No way. No, I know, but, but just in terms of like the magnitude, right? Where right. you believe that it should. Yeah. These three have put together a program that actually feels like 
I think to quote Cole, that big fight feel, right? Like it right. just it will and feel I, like a big deal when they go on. I think the year that Becky Lynch has had, I feel like you know she is the top star in the company right now, and she deserves that. Yeah, dude, and Sam, you're right. Like it's now or never because I guarantee for the next four or five years they're not going to have a female match that's going to feel this big. Right. No, and if Ronda right. leaves, and you have to you have to give Ronda a lot of credit. Every match Ronda Rousey has reminds me of Brock Lesnar matches. They're not as good as Brock totally. Lesnar matches, but for the Dude, women, they're even, equivalent. Even even Ronda versus uh, fucking uh, Ruby Riot. Yeah, Dana or, Brooke. Or, it was Dana awesome. Ruby, you know, you, you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm going to watch this, right? Like, there's, there's a compelling uh, element to her matches. And I love that they're now, because her boyfriend or husband, I mean, everyone hates him. Like, no matter what What's they the do. And I love that they're. I love that they're actually making it now like it's obnoxious, like her kissing him and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he you said this for a long time, like even pre Ronda WWE, you said like Travis Brown's a piece of shit. Like you, you've actually viewed this guy as a heel for years, <laughs> and now they're actually using him as a heel, and it's perfect. Exactly. Like he should be a wrestler. He's a yeah. perfect heel. I mean, everyone yeah. hates the guy. I mean, he just yeah, yeah, they yeah. hate him. All right, so we so we think Becky's going to win, I guess. This is I think this is like the hardest match to call. I, I really, I, I personally think play. Becky's going to win. I think, here's the thing: I think and 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 pulling back from just what we think as fans or what 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 you'd like to see. I really believe that Vince and I've read a lot of shit recently about Vince rewriting, uh, rewriting Raw based on like. God, I'm trying to think of what event happened recently where. They were in a city that just had like a, oh, it was like Pittsburgh or something. Remember the synagogue shooting? Oh, yeah. And oh, like, yeah. They were in Raw the next Monday, and Vince rewrote the whole show because he felt like the city of Pittsburgh didn't want like a, a depressing show. So they wrote like a feel-good show where every face won or something. <laughs> and I really believe that Vince, for all his flaws, believes and understands that right now more than anything, like people just want to fucking feel good. You know, because there's so much shit in the world. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I hate to go like so macro on it or so like uh, hippie or whatever. I just think that Vince knows right now more than ever. It's the time to pull like the Benoit winning at WrestleMania card. It's, it's, it's just that time. You just have to make I, people leave feeling good. I think that's one way to look at it, and I actually, I kind of hope that's the way they go because I want to see Becky win. But the other way I look at it is that I feel like they've been grooming Charlotte Flair to be like. The Ugh. big name, the like the the all time great female Ugh. competitor. She had that win against Asuka at WrestleMania last year. She was at the chosen one. I wouldn't be shocked if in the end she actually ended up. God damn it! It'd be awful if she won. And I'm you're right. I can see that, that happening. Yeah, I just feel like that I can see like, it happening. I just fucking plan. hope it doesn't. My yeah. God! But let's not forget one thing. Also, now. Oh, by the way, you know why Kofi's going to win? Also, because Daniel Bryan is again refusing to go to Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. so Kofi's probably player. most likely going to have the title there. The, the only way Charlotte loses, I think, and I hope, is if if Rick comes out and does something shitty and fucks it. Yeah, but Rick's involved in the Triple H match, so I can't yeah, I can't see them bringing Rick out. It doesn't make sense. Like if he no, comes out, right, I know. he's going to come I'm out. Trying to the... figure out ways to make Becky win that that actually makes sense. I you mean, mean Charlotte? Just... Or no, I want Becky. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is I, I'm trying to figure out ways that, that Becky wouldn't win. Yes. Yes, you're right, Abe. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, 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 ideally, I'd love to see Becky pin Rousey in that match. I, like, I, 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 I feel, I I feel like Travis Rousey's and Rick. I hope, 
I hope Travis and Ric Flair get into a fight and it distracts Charlotte and <laughs> Ronda, right? Like, I just get, I don't know, man. I just, I can't handle either, either Ronda winning or Charlotte. I just, I, I just, I just, I just thought of the way to end the match. So yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte does her backflip off the top rope, right? Hits a table. Yeah. She's out, right? She's laying there. She's done for the match. Great. Ronda puts Becky, goes for the, goes for the arm bar. Becky reverses it, puts her in the disarmor, and Ronda taps out in the middle of the ring. This would be amazing. That would be the way to do it because you get Charlotte out of the ring. Ronda has her way with Becky. She puts her in the armbar. Becky somehow gets out of it and, and reverses it and puts her in the disarmor. Ronda tapping out would dude. be the best way to do it because that, that would like. Especially if Ronda's going out. Yes, dude. Yes. And Rhonda's always talking about how like she cares about the business. Like she's right. like, I, I don't take from this business like Brock Lesnar. She's like, I, yeah. I, I want to be here. I want to be a full time wrestler. I want to well, give back to the business. And, and, and can I just make a comment on that? And, and that part of me isn't one hundred percent convinced that she's leaving. They they've done the same. Yeah, she's not leaving. Gimmick with with Brock where he's leaving after. Right, right, right. I, I would love to see like Rhonda. I think she's taken well to being a heel. I'd love to see if she was going to stick around an angle where like her and Heyman. Um, well, I was thinking her and Vince, but like Vince comes out and like screws Becky, really adding on like all that additional heat to Rousey. Then she's like the corporate champion. Like, but the problem um, is that Vince is more involved Vince in the Kofi feud. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess so. That I mean, yeah. I mean, this is a hard one to call. I could, I could see it going multiple. It is. I, I feel like I, I'll be shocked if both Kofi and Becky win. I hope they both yeah, do. Just because I agree. It's I the best thing that. for business. I really do think that, but I'll be shocked if both of them. Happen. The problem there is that it just looks bleak for Seth Rollins. The more we're talking about these other two matches, oh yeah, yeah. Rollins isn't winning. There's no way he almost has no chance. Like in making the him win, way, doesn't I mean, make sense. Honestly, Rollins might win when they go back to Saudi Arabia for blood money, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name for a new actually blood money. I really hope they call yeah. it that blood money. I hope J- Jamal Khashoggi comes from under the ring to the screw Lesnar. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about that, but I'll, 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 I'll wait. I'll, right, I'll right, right. What's his name again? Jamal Khashoggi. What's Khashoggi doing here? That's what's going to happen when he moves to Impact, though. After Mania, they're going to be like, "Is that Jihad James? <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing in the Impact Zone?" Jihad James. Jihad James is all in. All right, well, guys, yeah. let, let's wrap it up, but I just want to make one final comment because Christmas came early for this podcast when we found out that, because we haven't been able to talk about this yet, that the Hart Foundation are getting put in the Hall of Fame, which means another Bret Hart Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. And, and real quick, Abe, before you talk about that, I just really want to, I want to quick say a, a quick word of thanks to our uh, sponsor, Blue Chew. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your super hard dick. <laughs> it's as hard as ever, right? Even harder. Right. And Sam, I know, I know Rachel's been a, a fan of Blue Chew for a long time. <laughs> how do we get how do we get Blue Chew as a sponsor? Can you get can you make that happen? Well, right? you order blue you go to bluechew.com slash and you get five dollars off shipping. Yeah, it's just five dollars off Yeah. And look, I'm telling you, you could eat one, you could eat two, you're ready whenever she's ready, and it's a, it's a real treat. Anyhow, Abe, you were saying <laughs> I was just, I was just saying, Christmas came early for us because the Bret Hart Hall of Fame speech is the greatest thing ever. We started uh, this yeah. podcast because of Bret Hart. That's right. Uh, Jim was uh, 
he real uh, real uh, instigator. Yeah, uh, we go out and have a few drinks, and before I knew it, I'm in a bar bar brawl. I, I actually don't think they've even officially announced him as being um, being there to accept, have they? No, I think they did, didn't they? Okay. You would think he'd be there, but who fucking yeah. knows, right? And Hulk, yeah, Hulk I mean, Hogan's he, inducting the uh, Brutus, right? It'll be, it'll be like yeah. Keith Hart and Jim Neidhart, except <laughs> yeah. uh, You might not know me, but I'm Keith Hart. Uh, I lived in the same dorm as Jim. <laughs> nah, we, uh, <clears throat> I'm Brett's brother. Dorm. And I accept this award on behalf of the whole Hart family and, of course, Jim, too. How about how about the way Natalia? How about the way Natalia was fake crying when they showed uh, the Natalia the worst? But, I can't handle that shit. But th- that's enough for this week, gentlemen. We will uh, we'll be back. Well, hey, uh, hey, look! As they say, this whole WrestleMania card just tie it all together. That'll put butts in seats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. If you were going to give the United States of America an enema. You'd stick the holes right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.